The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. sensitive snowflake that may get easily offended and turn this off immediately if you want to hear the real truth about the gun culture then stick around this is the armed citizen podcast what's going on my ghost squad welcome to the armed citizen podcast live this is episode number 194 Today's date is Tuesday, June 1st, 2021. If you're out there in the live chat, welcome to the dark side. We hope to uh, not make you any dumber. We can't promise that, but uh, we're going to try to have a little fun tonight. But if you're out there in the live chat and you have a question, comment, whatever, tag myself or someone else in the uh, panel, and we'll try to get to those questions uh, if they're on topic. But tonight, there's really not. It's more of a uh, having fun with it, so there's really not going to be a a terrible need to stay on topic. So any of those questions out there, comments, go ahead and tag us and we will uh, try to get those read and all of that. If you want to call in, yes, you can call in or text into the show. Go ahead and utilize the ghost tactical hotline presented by our good friends, Rod and Shelly Gates at the guncleaners.com. That number is 530-364-4678. If you're a veteran, well, basically if you're anyone, but especially a veteran and you're in that dark place, that hole, and you you can't find that light or hell, you're, you're, you're thinking about, is there a light there anymore? Then uh, call me, text me, email me, whatever, 24-7. I can't give you medical advice, but seriously, I can probably be a decent ear and maybe we talk you through some stuff. If you're looking for some place that can direct you towards medical help and all of that, please remember two things. One, you're not alone. You have a lot of brothers and sisters out there that are willing to help you. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So contact the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. As always, we're going to be spotlighting the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title of the United States Marine, check out the website marines.com. And as always, we are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. You can see up there. Um, it's a great website that has all the pro-gun, pro-2A, pro-freedom podcasts that you're looking for. A lot of them are friends of ours, and you probably know all of them over there. And uh, if you're looking for that one spot to kind of listen to all of them, check out selfdefenseradio.net. Let's get this son of a bitch off of my ugly mug and bring in... A couple guests we have tonight. We're going to kind of, I'm not going to lie, guys. Um, I'm tired. I had a long, long weekend at work. Great weekend, but a long weekend. I did not realize that today was Tuesday with the holiday being yesterday. I didn't realize that today was Tuesday till about, oh, one o'clock or two o'clock or so. Um, so I hadn't even thought about a topic I've been watching a couple of movies at night and all that. And I said, well, let's talk about movies that have guns in them. What are some of our favorite guns in movies? What are our favorite movies with guns? Basically just have a good time. And, and I'm being lazy, but I think it's fun. We'll have a good time. I think maybe the audience will have a good time. So let's uh, let's have fun with it tonight. Uh, if you're looking for a serious conversation that's going to change the world, this ain't it. Uh, this ain't it tonight. Um but we can have a good time. It's always good to have a, a good laugh. I've already, we've already lost several people. That's cool. 
bye-bye. It's all good. Uh, we'll have fun with the people that do want to stick around and have a little fun. And like I said, we can go down whatever rabbit holes. We don't have to stay on the topic of movies or what all that. We can go down whatever rabbit hole you guys want. So throw those questions out there, comments, whatever. Let's uh, bring in a couple guys that are going to be hanging out with me trying to keep this uh, this train wreck from happening all the way from the beautiful, beautiful Northwest. I, I don't know if it's Northwest. Uh, do you consider Montana Northwest? I guess they kind of do, don't they? We, uh, yeah, Montana is still considered Northwest. Okay. What's up, bro? How you I doing? Don't, I don't know how, but we are. I, I'm doing, I'm doing okay, man. You're coming off a kind of a crappy day of work, but this is going to be kind of the thing that kind of lifts my spirits because we're just going to have fun. So thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, long weekend at work. Like I said, a great weekend, uh, more day weekend, but, um, man, it was, it was crazy. It was the busiest Memorial Day weekend I've had in 18 years since I've been at this job. So um, I'm hoping that means that it's going to trend like that all year long, but I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm worn assed out. Uh, someone who is not worn assed out because he doesn't do shit in life, but uh, from the great state of Texas, the tactical laziness. I mean, uh, uh, Leprechaun himself. What's up, Clove? Doing nothing's hard work, man. I, you know, I guess it would be. I guess it would be. I would know. Oh, I work harder at doing nothing than I would if I was actually doing something. That's the way it goes, though, isn't it? It's so funny because it I, hear is. Time, I hear people all the time. You know, now that I'm retired, I seem to be more busy. Or, or I'm working, doing. I'm working harder than I was when I was working all those years and and all that. Uh, I hope I get to the day where I could retire. I hope I get to that point. But um, yeah. So um, let's go up here and say hello to everybody. Uh, Mystic was the first one out there. Buck was second. 223 DMRs out there. Buck, gun loving grandpa's out there. Del Ray Dan. Uh, salute. I'm still working, but we'll try to jump on when driving home. Hey, man. Always glad to have you. Be safe out there driving. Be safe. I don't want to be the reason why you get into a car accident. Can't guarantee it, but. Uh, I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be the reason. Uh, let's see. Rogues out there pulling double duty. Let's see here. So two, two, three out there. Clover like this. He says I went full fud tonight. Just camoed his farm truck with a paint roller and exterior paint. He's going to do a desert pattern. I like it. I want to see pictures of this. So um, I have actually never seen anyone do a roller job on their vehicles. Uh, have you guys ever seen that? I bet you that actually turns out pretty good if you do the stenciling, right? Yeah, I've seen folks see use, um, they use that spray on bed liner type stuff. Yep. Um, but you can also get it, you can get it like in paint cans, right? Yeah. And they'll roll it because it gives a texture. So it's already kind of spray it on and then roll it after it's already sprayed on, I guess. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then it like okay. gives a texture. Plus it, it spreads it too, right? It'll spread yeah. it and it'll give it this texture that looks like, Oh, almost like when you finish out drywall, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you mud sure. everything and then you texture it. Oh, kind of like a ceiling texture, that kind of that gritty. Yeah, concrete. yeah, more or less. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't show scratches, right? That's the thing yeah. about that. If you're, especially if you're talking a farm truck or deer lease vehicle or something, right? You're driving through the limbs are dragging it. Well, if it's textured, if it's smooth, you're going to see the scratches, right? If it's textured. Then Wait, are you saying that people don't treat up. their farm trucks great? They 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 don't drive those like safely and, and slow and being careful with them? Are you are you kidding me? 
My best friend in high school had, he had a 78 blazer. And if you guys are familiar with those, those are the big ones, like the big blazers. Uh, it was a diesel and it was their ranches, uh, ranch truck forever. And when he turned 16, his dad got a new ranch truck and gave him that, but it had, there's no telling how many miles I had on it at that point, but that thing was an absolute beast. And you could tell they didn't give a damn about what that thing looked like as a ranch truck. And, um, but it was just one of those, those old cool blazer had the convertible thing. The back would come off and oh man, it was a great summer truck for sure. Yeah. He didn't give a shit how he drove that because they didn't care for the first, you know, 15 years they had it as a ranch truck, you know? Let's see here. Uh, DJ Play Nice is out there. Clover's out there as well. Let's see here. Wheeled and Well Arms out there. What's going on? Uh, Warsaw Patriot, what's up? Guitar Man Pete. What's up, Pete? That's my homie there. Pete's a good one. Yeah, got a text coming in. We'll go to that here in a second. Keith Gregory's out there. He ain't bad for a squid. I like Keith. He's not bad for a squid. Uh, let's see here. Uh, DJ says, have a, a good time after the show, changing your world by participating in your rights. Here's a link to the proposed ATF changes. Yeah. If you haven't, um, looked a comment yet, there's a lot of different things that, uh, that is a part of this proposed change with, um, uppers and lowers and, and serializing certain things. And it's, it's really interesting. Um, so if you haven't, go ahead and, and, and leave a comment out there. But here's the thing. Here's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. You, don't have to, you can't just leave one. You're able to leave as many as you want. So even if you have left a comment, leave more. Um, I think I've left four or five already. Um, I remember the last one what was the pistol brace we had we had so much success with back in December or whatever. I think Clover had like 20 some odd comments that he left. And that's great. If, if you don't have to put everything into one, make one succinct comment, do another one, do another one, do another one, and, and break them down into comments instead of having this novel that you know they're not going to read. Break it up, and, and you're able to leave as many comments as you want. Um, Clover, um, when you were, let's just go, let's go down this rabbit hole for a second, but in, when you were doing the, the pistol brace, I know you left a bunch of comments. Yeah. What was the strategy on how, uh, you know, how is your strategy in the comments? Did you do like one thought per comment or what was yeah. your, how'd you do with that? Yeah. So if you, if you go through the federal register and that's not just for the ATF, it's for all sorts of things. And sure. um, you look at uh, the, what is it? The final rulings, I guess, that the issue after the comment period, um, you'll notice that they, now my thought is they probably use a combination of temps and, AI, but they almost have to use AI with the amount of comments they get to help at least sort it somewhat. But in all of those final rulings, they talk about the different topics that are commented on, right? So they're looking at it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. They have to be. So with that in mind, and knowing that they divvy it out or they sort it according to topic, my suggestion is absolutely unequivocally do not write a novel break out each thought, each grievance, each argument separately. Um, one thing that I do is, um, you know, whenever I'm just thinking about it and, and you can, you can do a few things. You can go to these organizations, never copy and paste their, their form letter junk, but you can go through um, and it's basically a novel. 
go through and you could get five easily five six comments a lot of times out of those form letters and then another thing is go read previous comments because some of these people you're like oh snap i didn't think about that that's a great that's a great point and then just comment again and and just basically plagiarize basically copy their stuff put it in your own words though right um and that's another comment and so yeah you could theoretically speaking um you could leave three four five six comments a day easily for you know a week or two if that's what you you wanted to do now that's going to do a few things that's going to give them more work to do which certainly doesn't hurt my feelings um but it also ups the comment numbers and all of that stuff as well so um yeah to me that's the way to go yeah i'm going over here real quick trying to go through my history to get that that link to uh to get to the comment uh let's see here frame or receiver and identification of firearms so here we go copy this i'm gonna put this out in the chat so you guys can go read what they're what they're saying and then obviously go ahead and leave your comment uh let's see here yeah and pnw says uh topic sentence three to five detail sentences concluding sentence it's not hard like i said and if you think of something else remember you don't have you can just leave you can leave as many as you want so utilize that todd ingram says howdy from new hampshire howdy do they say howdy in new hampshire i, I don't believe they do i i i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna say that you're a new hampshire implant i don't think that you're actually probably born and raised because if you're saying howdy i don't believe they say howdy new hampshire prove me wrong todd prove me wrong but he says owned an 84 full-size blazer used to love to take the top off hands down the most favorite fun vehicle ever owned. yeah um that thing was a beast. It was a diesel. I think it was probably, I think it's probably still running if you wanted it to. Uh, it was an absolute beast. Uh, all right, thanks. Pete, Pete says he's going to um, repost it. Uh, very good. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much for doing that. God, I love my my mods, man. They're awesome. John C's out there again. He says, I'm back from San Bernardino behind enemy lines in California. What's going on? Andrew Faulkner just showed up. A and A's out there says, I say howdy in Ohio. I've lived here all my life. Well, you're different, dude. I mean, you know, it's just one of those. You're a different dude, anyways. Todd says, true. Born and bred a, a mass hole. I've lived free or die, but best movie with guns is Val Kilmer and Heat. Heat's a good one. Heat's a good one. My favorite movie with Val Kilmer is probably The Saint. I love that movie. But my favorite character of Val Kilmer is not even in the same planet is his rendition, his interpretation of Doc Holliday at Tombstone. How he didn't win an Oscar for playing Doc Holliday is beyond me. It is what it is. But yeah, I actually I liked he but the saint is my favorite Val Kilmer. movie. It was great. Great one. Great one. Um, you guys like any Val Kilmer movies at all? I generally don't watch too much Val Kilmer, but yeah, him as Doc Holliday was was the best for me. Um, yeah. I absolutely agree. The way he brought that character to life, it, you could swear that that was Doc Holliday. At least that's was, how I would see him. Yeah, it was funny because I was watching an interview with him. This is several years ago. 
And uh, they were asking him, how did you come up with the voice and all of that? And he said he was talking with his voice coach. And he said, you know, I, I've there's really nothing to look at because no one knows what Doc Holliday sounded like. No one act. They didn't know how he was and all that because there's really not a whole lot about his all of that stuff. So like, I don't know what to do with it. And he says, you know, what I can picture, this is his voice code. Just what I pictured Doc Holliday is like a Southern aristocrat that's drunk. And so he kind of went in his mind and went this Southern aristocrat that was drunk and, and it came all of a sudden this voice of Doc Holliday. And it was, uh, yeah, he, he played that phenomenally well. Uh, yeah. Val Kimmer is in bad, bad shape right now i saw a picture of him not too long ago and it wasn't good i know he's he's struggling with a lot of stuff um yeah he's not in he's not in good shape i i agree pete says second worst batman ever i'm gonna say he's the third worst batman ever um to me the worst batman ever was george clooney and i would say the second worst in my opinion, is Ben Affleck. Not because Ben Affleck did a bad job. I just don't like Ben Affleck. Um, now, the next Batman will be the worst. I don't know if you guys have heard. Batman's my favorite kind of superhero. Uh, he's not really a superhero, but he's my favorite hero because he doesn't have any superpowers. But um, So Robert Pattinson is the new Batman. And if no one knows who Robert Pattinson is, it's the kid from... Um, uh, Twilight. Just saying. Um, that's going to be your new Batman. Just saying. Google Robert Pattinson, and that's your new Batman, folks. So good luck with that. Well, they're going to have to put a lot of padding in that, in that suit. Oh, for, oh my God. For he's, how they, there's no way to make him masculine enough to be Bruce no. Wayne or no. Batman. No, no way. way. See, now this is where we got to differ, 223. I think Keaton is the best Batman, but I'm at that age where he was the first movie Batman, like the, in the nineties, early eighties, yeah. early nineties. He will always be Batman to me, whether or not he was the best or not. Actually, I think Kristen Bale was probably the best actor in the best version of Batman. But to me, Batman, I think Batman, I think Michael Keaton. Um, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. Christopher Reeves with Superman, right? Yeah, exactly. He's always going to be Superman. Now, I like the the new guy that's been playing Superman. Uh, what's his name? Um, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, I think he's great. But he reminds me of a young Christopher Reeves, and yeah. I wonder if that's why they, they did that. He he looks a lot like young Christopher Reeves. Well, you know? and the and the one before him too, um, the one that plays the Adam on uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. He was what one or two Superman movies there, um, and he is almost a spitting image of a young Christopher Reeves. But you know the the really? the yeah oh yeah the movies themselves, the Christopher Reeves Superman movies were corny as they can be, you know, and everything. But they were you know at the time they were iconic movies, and right. he was just you know he was just the man. And then never mind you know what he went on to do after his you know tragic accident and everything else and just uh, you know things he did even after that right i mean he just oh, sem yeah. he cemented Absolutely. himself as a yeah when we you were talking about val kilmer earlier um yeah it, it, when you first think of val kilmer 
and I was this way and it, it took me a little while when you mentioned Val Kilmer and some of Val Kilmer's movies. And I was like, Val Kilmer, it's like tombstone and I can't think of nothing else. Right. And then I got to thinking and I thought, Oh snap, Top Gun, kill the Irish. Yeah. Kill yep. the Irishman. Doors. Uh, ghost in the darkness. Uh, no, there's a great one called, that, was, um, that one's awesome. There's there's a movie that came out maybe late nineties early two thousands, um, and it, it's a great movie. He's not like the main character in it, um, but oh my god, what's it called? It's about a bunch of FBI agents that are forensic people that are stuck on an island, and he was like their instructor. And oh my god, um, Mine Hunter, Mine Hunters, mm. phenomenal movie. Uh, top secret. Yeah. How can you forget top secret? That was a great movie. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yep. uh, now here's, here's the interesting thing. So we're talking about people we don't like and all that. So my wife and I were having a discussion, I don't know, not too long ago. And, and she was like, uh, so-and-so and so-and-so we're talking about actors and movies and all that. And she brings up Brad Pitt. And I was like, I just, I, I can't, I can't get into Brad Pitt. I'm not a fan of Brad Pitt. She goes, I think that's, that's bullshit. She called me on. It. I was like, no, I really, don't like brad pitt she goes one of your favorite movies is 12 monkeys uh-huh. it is yeah and the reason why you like 12 monkeys is a brad pitt and i was like that's fair and she goes uh you love Moneyball." I, I do love Moneyball." and she goes legends of the fall you like i do like legends of the fall and she's like um uh, she says, mr and mrs jones like yeah yeah she goes she goes hmm. i said smith. mr mrs smith. Smith, smith whatever yeah. and i was like god damn yeah, I, like I know, Pitt. right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, you go through the list of all his movies, and he's yeah. a good actor. He's a great. He's, he's so, in a lot of great movies. I was like, I don't like him, maybe because he's too good looking. But yeah. I was like, I guess I like Brad Pitt because he's yeah. every like all his movies are good. You know, yeah. Um, you know, seven, and, another great one, seven Troy. Well, yeah. Absolutely. So here's he's he's he really Brad Pitt to me stands out with uh, in an ensemble cast, right? Yeah. Um, some some of my favorites. I mean, you know, Mr. And Ms. Smith, obviously, but he, but he's he's opposite Angelina Jolie, right? So another yeah. big star in there with him, and then um, yeah, Fight Club. Well, but you know, Edward yeah. Norton, right? And yeah. then well, the Oceans, Bruce Willis, yeah. Well, the Oceans and the Oceans mm-hmm. Eleven movies, right? He's there with Clooney and just a whole host of other actors. Uh, uh, oh heck, the the the. Andy, 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 Gar- Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. But anyway, he's he's opposite of all these big, or not opposite, but he's part of an ensemble. And it's yeah. just like there's something about Brad Pitt, not as a solo actor, right? Not if he's yeah. the only name in the movie, I can't really think of any yeah. Brad Pitt movies at this point, right? But if he's a character in there, a, a fairly main character in there with other people, you're like, that's a pretty good movie. The only one that I can think of off the top of my head that is a phenomenal one now, I'm a baseball guy, so everyone knows that knows me. I'm a really big baseball guy, is Moneyball. He is he plays Billy Bean. He is the main character. He drives a movie, but it's not an action or anything like that. It's it's just a normal movie. He does a great job with that. But yeah, the other ones. Yeah, you can see, you know, like I said, 12 Monkeys, Bruce Willis. Oh, and uh, Glorious Seth, Bastards. I didn't even think Glorious about Bastards. that. Good like, Lord. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like seven, you've got uh, Kevin Spacey and and Morgan Freeman. Um, Morgan Freeman. So I mean, I, I get all of that, yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm sitting there going, damn, I guess I like Brad Pitt. That sucks. 
Um, and then another one, another one, I, I think another one is in that same kind of a uh, uh, thing is, is like Matthew McConaughey. I think people are like, I, don't, I can't stand Matthew McConaughey, but if you look at his work, that dude's a hell of an actor. You know, he really is. He's, he, he has, he's a really yeah. good actor and he's been in a lot of great movies, but he always gets that rub of being the stoner from Austin. You know, he's, yeah. he's not McConaughey is not one of my He's on very low on the totem pole as far as actors for me. I'm just not a. Oh, I'm not saying. I'm saying. I think yeah, he's put in the same guy. category as people will sit there and say, "I don't like him." And you start naming off movies, and you're like, "Oh man, I like all those movies." Well, yeah. if they, they like him because of McConaughey, or he just happens to be in those movies. But right. he gives really good performances, and I mean, a time to kill. Obviously, Samuel L. Jackson kind of stole that movie, but. Matthew McConaughey was great in that movie. Um, Dallas Buyers Club, great movie. Um, The role he played in Wolf of Wall Street, he did it perfectly. I mean, you know, there's these roles that are really, really good. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just one of those things where he's way down the the totem pole. But he's been in some phenomenal movies. You see, for for me, I think he's he's forgettable. I mean, you you name all those movies, and and it's funny is – I've seen those movies, but I don't remember the the only movie I really remember him in is Lincoln Lawyer. And I, said, I think it's just for me. Out. For me, it's the Dragon movie. What was that one? I don't know. Dragon. They know out there in the chat. For me, the, the first thing I think of because this was my favorite, him and him movie. and Christian Bale with the dragons. Oh, see, I didn't see that one. Uh, uh, you know, I I when I think of it's one of my top five all time favorite movies, but uh, I'll always think of him as is Days and Confused. Uh, that's just I love that movie and, and all that, but that will always be McConaughey that, to me. Uh, is what it is now. Yeah, defense that brings up Keanu Reeves. A lot of people could not stand Keanu Reeves, um, and I think that there were a lot of people that didn't like Keanu Reeves even after the whole Matrix trilogy. But I think that a lot of people came around like, oh man, like he's awesome in John wick and, and some of these other movies, but there was a lot of people for the longest time did not like Keanu Reeves as well. I think, yeah, absolutely. I think he's one of those out there. Um, mystic says he's hot. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it, but if you say so, Hey, we'll take you. Uh, yeah. And, and, and like you said, he couldn't get over Bill and Ted's. I think that that's a lot of people, people that are our age will never look at Keanu Reeves as anything but Bill and Ted's. Um, but that dude, that dude has made a shit ton of money in movies, man. I'm telling you a ton of movies, uh, guitar man. Pete brings up one. He's one of my favorite actors, Gary Oldman. Um, absolutely. I think that Gary Oldman is never a leading role. Uh, He's more of a leading role, like on Broadway and all of that, but in movies, that dude's never a leading role, but he is truly one of the, I, I agree one of the best actors of our generation for sure. Hands down. He can play any type of role. He can play any accent, whatever it is. You're going to believe that he is Russian or he's whatever. He's phenomenal. Great, great actor. Gary. He he doesn't leave anything behind when he does his roles. No. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Point break. Yeah. Point break was a good movie. Um. Oh, okay. Here we're. I guess people are already starting to throw out movies. Someone said earlier, uh, any John Wayne or any any Clint Eastwood Western. Yeah. Talking about guns. I mean, duh. 
Uh, Magnificent Seven, great one. I'll tell you another one. Uh, Dirty the original Dozen. or the new one? I would say the original myself, personally. Personally. Yeah. Man, uh, I like the new one, though. I do. I'm, I'm not uh, saying that I don't like it. But and I'll tell you why. <laughs> the only reason I like it, I'm a big Chris Pratt fan. I am too. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he just, that, I mean, it just, he, for me, he made that. I mean, he, it, it would not have been if they had cast anybody else. I'm convinced I wouldn't have cared for it. Yeah. Uh, Dill got this is prefer like Braveheart, Band of Brothers, 300, Gladiator, and all that. Absolutely. Band of Brothers is awesome. All those are great. Liam Neeson. I'm a big Liam Neeson fan. I know a lot of people, and, and Rogue, I think that you even brought this up about Liam Neeson's stance on, on guns. Whoops. Uh, he has special skills. I, you know, and that's one of those things where I get it. I, I understand where people are not going to prefer or go support movies with certain actors because of their stance and all that. I get that. Uh, I, I am a big Liam Neeson fan, and I, I basically compartmentalize that. that to me is entertainment. Yeah. Honest to God, I don't, when celebrities talk, I could give two shits what they say. Oh. You know My problem saying? with Liam Neeson is that, um, you know, and I think he's a good actor. I enjoy some of his movies, but the problem I have is his his whole stance about guns. Guns are bad, blah, 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 blah. But sure. yet guns made him a crap load of money in the movies. Sure. Okay. Well, Absolutely. that gets into, you know, and it's been that way since the dawn of, of time, but you've got to separate the, the art from the artist. It's two different things. Oh, I, to me. and, and and I get that, and I get that, but I just, it, for me, I, I, I think he's a great actor. I love him in his roles. He does a good job in his acting, but I don't know. That one just, to me, that's kind of just the whole um, guns are bad, but I'm going to take your money for it. Right. And it just it just left a sour note. I'll still watch his movies, but, I, you know. No, I hear you. Like I said, I don't have a problem when it does that. For me, it's just one of those things where I I don't look at celebrities as I don't give a shit what if they what? never open their mouth. I don't give a damn. What? Steve Buscemi is way to read. Yes, Buscemi is awesome. Love Steve Buscemi. Go ahead. What gets me is, you know, I'm a you do you type person, right? Right. And so, what gets me is I'll say, "Hey, man, did you see so and so movie, or did you see this, or you know, whatever." Or I'll talk about a movie, right? Um, and not even in the context of the actor and somebody will come back. Oh, so-and-so's in that. And he's anti-gun and there's this, and that. I'm like, Oh man, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about yeah. the movie it's or I'm talking about movie. the gun yeah. that was in the movie or I'm talking about the scene that was in the movie. It's like, really? You can't enjoy life and art enough to, to put that aside just for a second. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like, Rogue was saying, he was like, he may not like Liam Neeson, but he's probably going to go watch the movies and all that. But there are Clover. You're right. There are people. I am not going to watch anything that person puts out because or what, you know what? That's great that you do you, like you said, but for me, I am able to compartmentalize entertainment versus the person. I don't give a shit. Anyways, just because Liam Neeson's on a movie, what makes you think that I give a shit what he says? Right. So this is well, for me, for me, and you know? for me, I'm not a huge Liam Neeson fan anyway. I mean, he butchered yeah. Qui Gon Jinn and Star Wars, and that color sort of killed it for me. I just didn't I like you. it. So I understand that. But Taken, but Taken, good lord, I could watch yeah, Taken, Taken over and over and over. No, I can watch. Now I love that. I don't know that I've watched a Liam Neeson movie since Taken, <laughs> but I could watch Taken over and over again. Absolutely. Kevin Costner, American Treasure. I'm not going to go. I, I, I like 
some of Kevin Costner's movies. Obviously, oh, I like gosh. I like uh, obviously um, one of my favorite Tin Cup. Uh, you've got uh-huh. um, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, talking sports movies, mostly baseball movies. I watched it. Was it last night? Or the night before? I think it was the night before. Um, I watched for the love of the game. And if you're a baseball yep. guy, um, like I am, a love for the love of the game is a great movie. Love that. Yeah, I, I like some of Kevin Costner's, but then I can't stand about half of. Like, it's either I love it or I hate it. And some of Kevin Costner's stuff to me is just boring. It's it's terrible. But it's one so- of those things. I, I, it's 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 either love it or hate it with me, you know. So I enjoyed, and and you got Alan Rickman, you had Christian Slater, Robin, Robin 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 Hood, Prince of Thieves, right? Absolutely. I remember yep. it coming out. Brian Adams did the soundtrack. Man, he was Everyone the artist, the artist that. of the day. That's um, right. Just that was just, and, and it's still a pretty good movie, and it holds yeah. up. But I, I'll tell you what: if you turn around and you watch the Robin Hood by who's the uh, oh man that did the do that redid the Robin Hood and he's like from Australia trying to think of mo- a movie he's been in good lord what's the guy's name um oh man popular actor it's on the tip the of my two, tongue the, the two Australian actors I can think of are Chris Hemsworth and the guy from Gladiator Russell Crowe Russell really Crowe there you go yeah was he in, um, was he in the reboot yeah he did a he did a Robin Hood it. yeah he did I'm a Robin Hood so okay. he actually had an accent right but it, yeah. and if you once that I never paid any attention to that all the times I watched Robin Hood and then that Robin Hood came out and I was like something's something's off what's, and I realized there was you Kevin Costner it. had absolutely zero English accent at all in the old Robin in that Robin Hood movie the, nothing the greatest, and it was still the, a great and I still enjoyed it it was still a good sure. movie but, and it was you see the greatest thing was Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, where God, they actually made, where that. they actually made fun of, where he says he's actually a Robin Hood who has a British accent. Oh, that's 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 one of my favorite. That's up there, favorite movie of all time. Definitely favorite Mel, Bo- Mel Brooks. Yeah, is, Ro- is Robin Hood. You've got Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh. You've got. Uh, I mean, some of the the greatest like pun movies of all time. Yeah. Spaceballs. Uh, Spaceballs oh, yeah. up there. Um, Anything Mel Brooks is is on Mel, the list. Yeah, I would say that most. I, I'm not. A, there, there's some of Mel Brooks stuff. I just not that. I, I just didn't care for him. Uh, but yeah, Mel Brooks is all that. But uh, uh, the Princess Bride, those kind of movies. Yeah. You know, you can't help but love those movies. You know. Well, yeah. you know, going back to Kevin Costner, um, mm-hmm. you know, Waterworld is just hated. It seems like it's just loathed. And even now, to me, Waterworld's not that bad. I, I, so when it first came out, I refused to go see it because I was like, I, I, it doesn't do anything for me. I watched parts of it. No. Then this was, goodness gracious, has it been nine years? Uh, the three of us went over to uh, Okinawa for, my wife's sister's wedding and one of the movies that you could flip through and they had on-demand movies on the flight. One of them was Waterworld. I said, well, shit, I got 14 fucking hours to fly. Let's watch the three hour Waterworld. And I was like, you know, that wasn't as bad as I remembered or as bad as I thought. Um, I'm not saying it's great, but it definitely uh, if, wasn't as bad as I remembered. Let, let me ask you a question. Uh, Do you think it would have been absolutely horrible without Anthony Hopkins? Or I mean Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper is one of totally my favorite actors. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time is Hoosiers. Love Gene yes. Hackman. Yes. But Hoosiers is different without Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. shooter, man. He'll always be shooter, you know. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of those, but see, Dennis Hopper in, in both of those movies wasn't the main character. But Dennis Hopper is so good at that yeah. weird supporting, like like you walk away and say, damn, like Hopper was great in that, you know? Right. Even though he wasn't the main character, it's like, but Hopper was great in that. He steals the show a lot, and I think that's just what Dennis Hopper does. I don't think Dennis Hopper could be a leading man. I really don't. Um, no. But, but he, can, says, he can take a crappy movie and bring it up. Though. Yeah, and there's no doubt. And he'll have some memorable parts. Um, yeah, Dennis Hopper is great. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I'm a. I'm one of the few probably out there. I'm a big Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I think he's incredibly weird, incredibly yes. different. But incredibly talented as well. He's a he's a very talented actor, um, but he's a different dude. I wouldn't want to hang out with a guy. I don't think. Yeah, he's I'm a big fan of Joaquin. He's in the realm with Johnny Depp to me for like weird. Yeah, he oh definitely is for. I think he's a better actor than Johnny Depp. Oh no, no oh, yeah. doubt. But both of them are in that weird, weird category. No doubt. Uh, and what's the other one? Um, oh crap. Um, played james dean and he's he's been in a ton of movies but um franco 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 oh yeah yeah um anyways you know what i'm talking yeah, about the franco yeah. guy. good actor just a weirdo though i mean just a weirdo so it's like as much as i like it as an actor it's like there's part of my mind james franco just, james right? franco james yeah. franco i think yeah, yeah. I think his brother's an actor also, but James is who I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Weird dude. Good actor. Really is. Uh, Warsaw says, have I ever seen series like Sons of Anarchy? Sons of Anarchy is one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, if you haven't seen um, Mayans, which is a spinoff of Sons of Anarchy, um, go watch Mayans. It's still on, and it's awesome as well. But, yeah, Sons of Anarchy is one of my favorite shows of all time for sure. Um, Charles. Okay, so Del Rey, another great one. People might not remember Charles Bronson. Bronson had a, a run there for five or ten years where he might have been the biggest star in Hollywood. He and Steve McQueen kind of had their little runs, but people will never forget their runs. You know, they both had those iconic five-year, ten-year spans where. McQueen was the biggest star in Hollywood. Charles Bronson was the biggest star in Hollywood at one point. So, yeah, for sure, Charles Bronson was great. I don't think he, I don't think that he ever intended to have a 40, 50 year career. I think he just was that guy. I don't think he's a Tom Hanks where he's going to be around forever. You know, Anthony Hopkins, I don't think he's going to have that. But Charles Bronson, there for a short amount of time, man, was as big as anybody in Hollywood for sure. No doubt about it. Um, I'm going to catch up. Rod and Shelly are out there. The gun cleaners. He said, heat, badass movie. Yeah, we're talking about heat. I like The Saint over heat. If we're talking about um, Val Kilmer stuff, uh, Blazing Saddles. Um, yeah, I don't think they can make Blazing Saddles today. I really don't. I, I don't think that there would be any studio that would touch blazing saddles if it was today i probably not 
Probably Maybe like not. Netflix or something like that, but I, I don't, don't think any of the major ones would touch it. Yeah, it would I'm have to be a strike to Netflix. Canceled. I don't, I don't see any Mel Brooks movies being made. I mean, Probably. I don't know, yeah. I don't know how you could do it. You notice they don't even make. You know, they they started doing disaster movie and scary movie, and you know they did all of the. They don't hardly even. They don't hardly do spook movies anymore at all. I, I think that they had its run. Um, it had a great run. But I think a lot of it now is superhero stuff. I think that the Marvel DC universe is. I would love to see taking over. I would love to see some scary movie style superhero stuff. That'd be hilarious. Ooh, that'd be, that would be hilarious. Now, um, I just yes, I, I'm one of these guys. Um, I've got a bit of a man crush on Chris Hemsworth. Um, he's one of the funniest human beings, and if you don't follow on Instagram. Go follow Chris. He plays Thor. If you have a different front of here, who Chris Hemsworth is, he's Thor. Go follow Chris Hemsworth on Instagram. He is one of the funniest dudes. He does not give a damn. He will do whatever it takes to laugh. Uh, but anyways, I saw an Instagram post from his. They just wrapped today. They wrapped the new Thor, shooting the new Thor movie. It's called um, Love and Thunder. And supposedly yeah. it's going to be the best Thor movie. It's hard to beat Ragnarok yeah. in my mind. Yeah, pure, this is gonna be better than Ragnarok. There's just, no way. There's no just, way it can be. I just don't I just see it. I'm just yeah. saying what they're what he's saying. As far as it being, it was, as far as it being a better movie, you know, storyline that sort. Ragnarok is right? not a great movie. But Ragnarok, <laughs> Ragnarok was entertaining, right? It was the most entertaining I think you could ever, ever no watch. Doubt. Definitely no most doubt. entertaining of a Thor movie for sure. No but if if you've never watched a single weekend, whatever you want to call it, of Saturday Night Live, um, I highly, I highly recommend that any time Hemsworth is on there, you watch. There's that two one. people. There's two people that I will not miss. It's Hemsworth and Peyton Manning. Both of them don't care, right. and both of them have great timing. They're hilarious. They're not even trying to be. But Hemsworth is one of those guys where he will do whatever it takes for a laugh, whether it's in completely embarrassing himself. He is. And he's a great Instagram follow. He's hilarious, dude. Go, Chris Hemsworth might be my favorite actor right now just because of his personality. Uh, just like Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt's my favorite actress. And I think she's incredibly attractive, but not because she's beautiful. She's not like model attractive. I think she's very cute, but her personality, like she's one of those that doesn't give a damn either. She's going to have a good time and she's going to laugh and she's going to do all this stuff. Um, and that's, I think that's why I like her so much, but you know, yeah, Chris Simsworth, I, I'll watch any movie his that comes out because it's going to be funny regardless. He's going to make it funny. And I put, and I could put Chris Pratt into the similar category as, as Hemsworth. He's now, got earlier in his career, not so. No, much, yeah, no, no. Recently, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because he's got a comic element, and a lot of times it's just facial expressions and stuff. But uh, yeah. he's got a lot of the same similarities, acting style, I guess you could call it, or whatever that Hemsworth has. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Go down here. Go down here. Training Day. Training Day is a great movie. I am not a huge, huge, not saying I don't like him. I'm not a huge Denzel fan because Denzel plays the same character no matter what movie it is. Has yeah. anyone noticed that? Like, it's the same guy, you know? I thought Denzel was kind of the same thing as um, uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner kind of, to me, is kind of the same thing. Kind yeah, one-dimensional. One 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I actually watched Ronan. Uh, Ronan. Whoa, what that was a great. That was oh great. Oh, my God. What a movie. Uh, ooh, Liam Neeson, Gangs in New York. But there were so many great performances in Gangs in New York, though. Uh, what was his name? Um, DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of DiCaprio. I think he's probably one of the most underrated actors. He has won an Oscar and all that, but DiCaprio is a true, I think he's a truly great actor that can play any kind of role. And he's not afraid to play those roles either. So, what were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, remember DiCaprio on like Growing Pains? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That was his big first thing. Was it Silver Spoons also? Was he on Silver Spoons or was that Jason Bateman? Thought that was Jason Bateman. It might have been Jason Bateman. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't recall. Yeah. Bill Murray and Strikes. Bill Murray and pretty much anything, honestly. Let's just be real. Comic uh, legend. Yeah. No him, and, him and Zombieland was. Freaking hysterical playing himself. See, I never saw the original Zombieland at first. And then my daughter, when when the second one came out, she was home for the weekend. She's oh, we gotta watch this. We watched it. I was laughing my ass off. So I had to go back and watch yeah. the first one because oh my god, great. Yeah. Zombieland is is probably in my top five all time. As is, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, Robin Hood Men in Tights. But those are that's two of probably my top five movies of all time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. See, Zombieland. The first Zombieland. I think my number one's got to be American Pie followed by Zombieland. Yeah. Favorite movie of all time or favorite like comedy? Fa well, favorite comedy. Favorite comedy. Yeah. Is, yeah. Number one's got to be American Pie. At hey, Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis. That's who I was thinking of. Daniel, he was the uh, last of last the Mohicans and all. But Daniel Day-Lewis, yeah. That dude's a great actor, too. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, the, you see, the funniest thing for me for American Pie was the whole thing with um, the redhead when she's talked about band camp the entire time. Oh yeah. And, the flew up well, her. Yep, yep. Well, the, well, the funny thing was, is that, so my wife was in band, right? And then, you know, the whole movie, yeah, I have no idea who this girl's name really is. And she goes, yeah, you know, my name's Michelle. And I just looked at my wife because my wife's name is Michelle. It was in it was in the movie theater. I looked at her and she looked at me and she said, Don't you fucking say a word. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh someone's talking about Sicario. I like the Sicario movies, both one and two. Like them. Um one of those movies where I'll watch them, but I'm never gonna be in a hurry to watch them again. I mean, I enjoy them, but they're not gonna be like, hey, that's gonna go on the rotation. Uh like the Sicario movies, but not ones that I would you know okay holy shit so all right we ready to do this it's it's been it's been asked i knew it was coming eventually eastwood or i guess we're talking westerns maybe but eastwood let's see if i can find where it was so i can put here we go eastwood or john wayne oh Who's that's, that's now, not even close if you're if, if you're talking, talking westerns. westerns, talking westerns, I think that it's Eastwood by a infinity. Mile. I, I like John. Really, Wayne. I do. I like John Wayne's movies better. I think that Eastwood is a better western actor. Does that make sense? See, like, for I, me, like, I, I like Wayne's movies better, but I like 
Clint's characters better because John Wayne was one of those kind of like uh, Denzel. All of those damn characters were the same. Now, they were great, but Eastwood, I thought, was a better character guy. But my favorite Western of all time is Rio Bravo. Uh, John Wayne, Dean Martin, Ricky Nelson. Um, yeah. Best. That's my favorite Western. And my second favorite Western is Silverado. Um, then I think the Outlaw Josie Wales is probably third. Um, but yeah, I would say Rio Bravo is my favorite Western movie. I love John Wayne movies, but I think Eastwood was a better character for Westerns. What say you guys? Yeah, I would agree with you. With the, I, I like John Wayne, but the problem is, is I need to be in the mood to watch a John Wayne movie. Whereas if I'm flipping through the channels and there's an Eastwood movie on, I'll just, I'm on it. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, the one thing I like about John Wayne movies and, and Clover like this is that's where my love of lever guns came from is John Wayne movies. Um, you know, I always wanted a third uh, of Winchester model 94 just because of that. And yeah, that's, that's where I got my, my love of lever guns, but I need to be in a John Wayne movie, uh, mood to watch his movies. Yeah, no, I hear you. And Clover, bring it on and tell me. I mean, I, I get you're you're a John Wayne. No, I mean, I, I, I no, I, I, no, I get it. I mean, it. Um, I'm not going to disagree much with uh, with what Rogue said. I mean, I, yeah, I, I would agree with that with John Wayne at least now. Uh, yeah. Maybe not once upon a time, but now you really got to be in a in a in a mood. Whereas Clint Eastwood, but I'll tell you, my favorite Clint Eastwood, I think, I think, um. Is Space Cowboys? Oh, now, okay, if y'all have probably seen, and it's probably ensemble cast, it's right? Ensemble, yeah. I mean, you've got. Uh, I mean, good lord, what a phenomenal Tommy Lee Jones. You've got uh, uh, yeah. oh, Gardner. Um, what's his Donald, name? Donald Sutherland, James Garland, James yeah. Garner. I mean, uh, and Donald the head Sutherland, of the the head of the NASA. I can't remember that guy, but he's in a ton of movies. He's can't remember his name. Oh yeah, but you, you're talking about. I mean, you're talking about Donald Sutherland when he is when he is on the roller coaster. Oh, oh that is hysterical! Oh. <laughs> he's got those three inch <laughs> thick glasses, and he's the engineer inspecting this. And while well, at the same time, he's hitting on he's, the eighteen year old girl next. To him. Oh my god, is the greatest thing ever! And eating a banana. Yes. Yes. Oh my God! That whole movie is. Fun. I need to go watch. Well, he, well, he, well, he, you know, when he comed up, when he was trying, gonna recruit him or whatever, right? Yeah. And he's like, she said something about, you know, she was there, that young gal, and he was like, "Is your dad, you know, done or something like that?" And she laughed. He come down, you know, and they kissed or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, oh man. But what? See, I like him. What's funny, you know, he had the. He goes in. He had yeah. memorize the eye chart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He went last. He went last so he could memorize it. it was yeah, hilarious. And then she made him those cool daddy sunglasses, right? Yes, that, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. So the rest oh, of the show, yeah. he walked around. But yeah, the the older doctor lady got a, had a crush on you him. Gotta, yeah. You got to figure though. I mean, you got to figure. I think Donald Sutherland probably is a big time freaking player. I mean, you know when he was that was I mean, he he made that as far oh, as I mean. Yeah. It was, I mean the, the whole physical where they do the turn and cough and everybody's kind of bashful and he's just got this he's big like, grin on his face. Yeah, <laughs> James Gardner it was my favorite in that movie. I think he was because you've seen Donald Sutherland do weird kind of crazy roles. James Gardner 
in my in my recollection, never was like the funny. He like he never showed the comedy side of who he is. He's always that serious like action guy or whatever. But he was hilarious. They all were great. Go watch Space Cowboys, please. It was it'll be well worth your time. Budget, what's up, homie? How long, how long were you in the green room? I'm sorry if you were back there for a while. Okay. Clint Eastwood is far superior to John Wayne in every way imaginable. John Wayne is a one was a one-dimensional actor. Every single character was interchangeable. You could have taken him from one movie, even The Conqueror, where he played Genghis freaking Khan, and put him in another movie, and it would have been the same. He had no depth whatsoever. That being said, in his element, he was great. Unbelievable. But as an actor, Eastwood blows him away. He has far more range. And The Outlaw Josie Wales is the single best Western ever. And Unforgiven is the second. Forgiven's a great one. Sure. And um, that's all I have to say Unforgiven about is, that. Unforgiven's probably the greatest modern Western ever. Um, yeah. If you want to call it modern, you know. Um, um, no, I, I can agree. Now, I will say this. I like John Wayne more in the war movies than I yeah. did in the Westerns. I thought yeah, he was absolutely. a normal yes. war movie guy, you know. I'll, I will give you that. I will give you that. And, and says, but Grit, we can no longer True be Grit friends. was a good movie, too. True Grit was a good movie, too. Although, and I know Snobby probably is going to kill me for this one. I like the remake better. Shut your mouth. I liked the remake better. Ugh. See, my dad's thought, from Fort Smith, so True Grit's a big deal in 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 Arkansas because it's about Fort Smith. But my dad was from Fort Smith, and so I knew all about True Grit. And I used to watch True Grit with him all the time uh, when I was younger. Um, not saying the new one was bad, but it in my eyes, it doesn't come. I, I hear you. I hear you. It's a personal preference thing. It is. But it is. I think. I think the acting in the new one and even the script was way better, even though it was very close to uh, uh, shot for not shot for shot remake, but it was a, it, it was really damn close, but I think they just did it just that much better. That's, you know, that's my the opinion. Cool thing, yeah. The, the cool thing about Eastwood is people, our age, we're all roughly around the same age. Um, no Eastwood. And we probably grew up watching Clint with our parents. You know, the younger generation probably never heard of the guy until Gran Torino. And Gran Torino yeah. is such a great movie. But how many people saw Gran Torino and then, like, I'd heard of Clint Eastwood, but I really didn't ever watch his movies. I saw that. How many people were introduced to the old Clint Eastwood movies because of Gran Torino? Um, That's sad. Or a million dollar baby. Million dollars. See, I didn't. I wasn't a big uh, fan of that. I thought he was great. I just don't like the movie. I, um, well, you see, for for me, that's where um, I saw Clint Eastwood as a different type of actor. Sure, um, he played a completely different role, and the ending of that movie was just so heartbreaking. Yeah, that I when Gran Torino came out, um, I was I I think I was prepared to watch Gran Torino and see Clint Eastwood as a completely different actor. Yeah, sure. Uh, one of my favorite movies, and I wouldn't say of all time. It's just uh, I, anytime I'm flipping the channels or whatever, and Grand Torino's on, 
I'm definitely stopping and watching whatever's yeah. left of it at that time. Um, well, it makes you wonder with today's political environment, would they make Gran Torino again? Nope. No way in hell. Especially yeah. right now with all the That's Asian that. hate. All yeah, the hate. exactly. My, wife, my wife's like, what the hell are they talking about Asian hate? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, she's like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Don't worry about it. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. Now, Snob says Grand Torino was a good movie, but by far not his best. I didn't say it was his best movie. I'm just saying I think that Grand Torino brought in the millennial people yeah. into who Clint Eastwood is. Maybe, but uh, I think I think Million Dollar Baby probably bought more rock moral men. I would have to agree with that. And I'm not a fan of that movie, but Hillary Skank was um, like, was yeah, huge. I, at that's that why time, I could because I don't know her. Yeah. At that time when that movie came out with the young people, she was like it. So I yeah, would think I that would have brought more people in. Yeah, and and that's probably why I don't like that. As I do not like Hillary Swank. Yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, JJ says John Wayne, Green Berets. I mean, duh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, but yeah, John Wayne, I think John Wayne to me, when I think John Wayne, I don't think westerns, even though I love him, some of his westerns, but when I th- hear John Wayne, I think war movies, when I th- when I hear Clint Eastwood. Even though he's done so much more and so many different things, um, there are two characters of John Wayne's that I mean, of Clint Eastwood that come to mind. It's Outlaw Josie Wales and um, Heartbreak Ridge. For me, those are the two that I automatically kind of mentally go to um, with with Clint Eastwood. I think Clint Eastwood's a better actor, but we couldn't have war stuff. Yeah, I think that's where John Wayne, I think, set himself apart from most people, especially in the 50s and 60s where the war movies. I think that he was he was great at those. Um, so I got a text it says, hey, got to ask you guys are talking about Westerns. Ever seen the AMC series Hell on Wheels? Anson Mount plays the main protagonist, Colin Bohannon. I have never heard of Hell on Wheels, so. I don't know if you guys have or not. I've never heard of it. So. It's okay. No. It's okay. I heard of it. I've never watched it. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Harry. See, I, here's the thing. I was, I think I'd appreciate it more now, obviously. Growing up, I was not a big Dirty Harry fan at all. Like, couldn't stand him, as a matter of fact. Um, like I said, I haven't watched them forever, um, but I, I did not like Dirty Harry movies. I think I probably like them a lot more now, but when I was growing up, yeah, I, I didn't care for them at all. Yeah, those, the Death, Death Wish movies. Yeah. Um, those just, they're hard to hold up. Yep. Yeah. F&H bringing up First Blood. Um, Better book, I, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, obviously, you had Sylvester Stallone, and we all knew him as Rocky at that point. And which is not bad because I love Rocky. But when First Blood came out, I remember my dad let me see it. And I was young. I was probably like eight or nine, seven or eight when it came out. Um, we went to go watch it. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, Rocky's a badass, you know, <laughs> and all that. <laughs> For me, I, I'm a big fan of First Blood. I, I like all the Rambo movies. Matter of fact, I watched all of them not too long ago because I hadn't seen them forever. But First Blood, man, um, 
great movie. What was the sheriff's name? Um, in, oh, man. Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. 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 Why is Dennehy always an asshole sheriff? He's the asshole sheriff in Silverado also, but yep. uh, he plays a great asshole. I'll give him that. He plays a great asshole. And, yes, I did see The Last Rambo, and I actually kind of liked it. Uh, I'm not saying it was great, but uh, I actually kind of liked it. Um, but just watch the last 10 minutes or so is all you really need to watch. This is true, <laughs> but it's pretty badass. The last, the last, the last fight sequence or whatever. No, I'm just I, joking. One thing I've and people are going to think I'm some kind of sick wacko here, but one thing I really, oh, really sorry. well, that's okay. <laughs> one of the things I really liked about that movie is the fact that he failed. Yeah. Yeah, sure. He failed. Yeah. He, I'm not going to give it spoilers out. Well, I guess I kind of did, but he failed to save the girl. You know, it, you 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 expect that the hero's gonna save the girl. Yeah, she might be damaged. Yeah, she might be messed up, but he's going to save her. Uh-uh. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh-uh. He, he failed. See, the one thing I like about Rambo is he's the only person like, I've ever seen general, that like the character or. Or that the character movie. in general. Okay, okay. The one thing I the one thing I like about Rambo is he's the only person to shoot an M60 from the hip mm-hmm. and take up slack on the belt. Absolutely. Every time yeah. every time he shot, he had more bullets on the belt. That was that that was uh that was uh a helo mounted 60, if I'm not mistaken. Was it not? He took it off the helo? I think so. I think so. I think but yeah, so. just because of all the editing, the belt yeah. just kept on changing sizes. But so that's what I say. You always had to pull up slack. Yeah. So for me, the, the quintessential Rambo moment for me that if you say John Rambo, that's the first thing that goes to me was he's in the mud. And all yeah. of a sudden the eyes open. I was like, oh, that's badass. Uh, that was awesome. You go that I, way. Predator, I go. Predator. See, you talk about Rambo, and we're talking. You know, we talk about gun movies. When I when I hear Rambo, I go to the archery. Now, if you archery, the last pretty Rambo, bad. You be enough. He was yeah. pretty bad to the bone with a bow, man. He was. And I don't remember which one it was in the sequence, right? But it was one of the later ones, like after the Rambo Part Two or whatever. Yeah. Um. It was, I don't even remember the storyline, but it was him and like some young kids and they were on a boat and yeah, I don't remember, but he had this collapsible type bow, this little yeah. like micro bow with that. It was, I think it was the second to last one. Yeah, it was amazing. It was a freaking awesome bow. Well, then you really like the last one also if you're, you know, being an archery yeah, guy. No, absolutely. No. And that's, that's weird because most people think Rambo in their mind goes to what you're talking about with the M60 or you know, the machine guns or the something. And you I always the, think bow. You know, the weapon that I think of, once again, we're all about the same age, roughly. Um, do y'all remember the Rambo knife craze when that movie came out? I was out? about oh, to bring yeah. that up. I had to have a Rambo knife. And I oh, probably had seven oh. of them. I was um, about to bring that up. The one thing that's synonymous with Rambo is the knife, baby. Always. Always. Okay. I so, saw an ad on Instagram for that just over the weekend. So, with so Rambo and his knife. Okay. So Rambo's knife was awesome. I'll give you that. Absolutely. But the spoof copy and hot shots was better. That <laughs> okay. sucker, oh, totally. had, a, that sucker okay. had a chainsaw. Chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure did. 
everything in Hot Shots was pretty damn good. Uh, and I'm yeah, not a big Charlie Sheen fan, but Hot Shots, and then there's a movie called uh, Navy Seals that was a pretty good one that um, he played a good character in as well. But yeah, the the, the knife in in, in uh, Hot Shot was awesome. But yeah, the Rambo knife. I mean, if you're our age and you didn't own a Rambo knife, mm-hmm. something was wrong with you. Yeah, you have yeah, no soul. Totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, Defense Dead says, how about Quigley Down Under? Oh, yeah. Now, are you talking about the yeah. movie or the the gun or, I mean, it, it, was, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a good yeah. one. I don't put it in my top five. Um, they have again, one of the Quigley Guns at the NRE Museum in the Bass Pro in uh, Springfield. Yep. Just sure FYI. Absolutely. So Quigley Down Under, the, the final scene is one of the best, like, Iconic lines, you know, everything of a, of a movie. It's it's awesome. And I don't know if we're spoiler and alert, but, you know, he's got the, he's got, obviously he's got the big, bad, long range rifle, right? And Alan Rickman's character, they, they're talking and everything when he's giving him trouble. And he talks about a, a six shooter, right? A revolver. And he's like, talking about Quigley, talking about Selick. And he goes, I've just never had a use for one. Just never had a use for one. And then the final yeah. scene you know what I'm saying? It's the you know they they pay, pace off, and he it, he's, for one all he's of a like sudden. he's like I said I didn't have a use for one. Didn't say I didn't know how to use it. That's right. <laughs> See, I I like it quickly when Alec Brickman was say they were talking about you know getting shot, and he's like, how long before from the guy going down to the report of the rifle, and they're saying you know how many seconds, and he's like doing the math how far out that is. Mm-hmm. He's like. Holy crap. Yep. I got a text from 223 out there, and he sent a picture of his Rambo knife. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's see here. They're saying that the movie you were talking about, the Rambo movie, was the one that was in Burma. Is that the right one? Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. I've only seen it a couple times, but I do remember the bow was awesome. And there was a 50 in it, too. One of the dudes carried a 50 around. Yeah. Row Rose says, what's up? What's up, homie? Um, Harrison Ford has to be in the top 10. Top 10 of what? Greatest actors? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I love Harrison Ford. I love some of his characters. Um, I would honestly, I, I don't know if I could put him in the top 10. Uh-huh. I mean, he if he is, he's around like 9 or 10. Um, movies, he's been in characters that he has. Certain characters, yes, but overall, I don't know. I know he's made a shit ton of money. I don't know. I, I kind of liked him in Six Days, Seven Nights. He played a perfect little perv in that movie. Oh, that was a pretty story. good, yeah, it was him and Ann Hesh. That, um, that was yeah. pretty good. I, You know, uh, what is it, Air Force One? Air Force yeah. One he was good in, sure. That, well, that was Gary Oldman, too. Air Force that was. Gary was. Talked about Oldman yeah. earlier. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he like I said, he's had some great roles, but I just there's nothing yeah. like he's one of those people where I see Harrison Ford's movies coming out in three months. Oh man, I can't wait! No, not knowing anything about it, I haven't seen a trailer. He's not that guy to me. Um, I wouldn't go and say I can't wait to see that movie. Whatever it is, I can't wait. Um, I'm not that guy's gonna go watch a Harrison Ford movie. And say that's a great movie just because he's in it. No. Oh, by the he's way, had some forgettable roles as well you know i told i told you about the movie nobody 
the other day. I told you I've that was on seen it yet. That was yeah. on Redbox. So don't for everybody out there, just because it popped into my head just now, and I don't want to forget it. Um two very enthusiastic thumbs up, a must see. There are no mm -hmm. actors. If you were a big fan of How I Met Your Mother, the TV show, and you know Artillery Arthur from that TV show, he's the main character. The main when, character. When right? you first told so, me that I was gonna be a shitty movie there's like yeah this is great there is there is no main actors you know mainstream high dollar actors in that movie and that movie is freaking phenomenal if you're a gun person action you know type movie definitely go see it or or that's on redbox now so not go see it but you know what i mean yeah what do you guys think uh wheel the wall arm says john travolta top 10 no what do you guys think for me that's not even that, that's uh, a laughable question he's had some great roles <sighs> to me his, his best role ever is in pulp no fiction way. me he's for sure he's sort of one-dimensional for me too well i think one of the best movies was actually in face off because he showed how bad of an actor nicholas cage really was Nicholas Cage is a terrible actor. Yeah, I know. Although I love some of Nicholas Cage's movies, he really is a, He's bad a terrible actor. actor. Yeah. But but that's um, the whole thing with John if John Travolta could upstage Nicholas Cage, you know yeah. how bad Nicholas Cage really is. Yeah. Yeah. I um well, I think my favorite Travolta movie, aside from Pulp Fiction, um is probably Broken Arrow. He and Christian Slater. I thought he yeah. did a really good oh, job in that movie. That's, that's yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, Michael. What was Michael? John Travolta. He was, was a uh, he was an angel. He was an angel. Yeah. He was the angel. Oh, I forgot. He about, actually yeah, he did well in that movie. movie. He did. He did, he did a good job of that. That's I forgot about that. That's that's what I'm saying though. You, I forgot. Yeah, that was a good movie for sure. Yep. Uh, Bruce Willis. What do you think about Bruce Willis? Great actor. Top 10 kind of an actor? I don't know if he's top so. 10. But he's he's awful damn close. He's, he's close. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be close. He has it's a good range. Close. He does. Yeah. No. Um, Killer Six Sense, man. Great six, job. Awesome. Six Sense. You should, you should know within the first literally five minutes of Six Sense what's going on. Yeah. Right. And, and you don't like, see it. No idea. And you do not right. see it until it's over. And you should absolutely yeah. see that. Right. You kick no yourself. If, if you watched it in the theater or if, I guess if you watched it at home, you didn't know you literally kick yourself once it's over and yeah. for him to pull that off. I mean, they, they told you, they told yeah. you right in the movie. Yeah. And, and you just didn't it, see it. It's funny. Cause my wife and I were just talking about that last night. Um, we were watching uh, a show with Kate Winslet that she did for um, Hulu called Mayor of Easttown. She did an amazing job in that. And it was it was that they told you the story in the first episode of that. And you completely missed it till the end. Yeah, Because she she took the direction off or took the focus off of it. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, no, they didn't. They didn't tell the actors what the ending of the show was until the end. Yeah, but what I'm saying is her acting pulled oh, yeah. pulled every bit of focus off of what you should have known. Yeah, well, it, it's that plus this, the storyline had a couple of twists in it, and you're following that, and you're not paying attention to what they told you in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then plus she did an awesome job with the accent. She lost her British accent in it to play oh, wow. you know, the, the Southeastern Pennsylvania accent, which she, she totally nailed. 
And we're just like, um, yeah, it was it was just that. You uh, we wow. watched the ending, even the last episode, you don't know until like the last 10 minutes of the episode. And I was like, holy shit. Right. Um, what about I'm trying to think of a couple other ones that would be um great ones to throw in there. Top ten um actors someone brought up schwarzenegger don't even bring up schwarzenegger i mean uh, yeah yeah um entertaining like, yeah okay but bruce willis was good i'll tell i'll give him that I like uh, kurt, what douglas. About kurt douglas i like ah. michael douglas better than kurt douglas honestly yeah i think michael yep. douglas is a better actor me personally yeah I was just Sean I was just Connery. curious what everybody thought about that because Sean Connery uh, is one of my ten favorite snob. Um just because um he'll always yeah. be James Bond. Yeah. Um Goldfinger, yeah. one of the greatest movies ever made. Um uh, I, I think Sean Connery is up there, although he is kind of even though I mean he's the only guy that can pull off Humphrey Red October with a Scottish accent. So yeah. <laughs> so we we mentioned him in passing earlier when you talk about yeah. uh what about Morgan Freeman? See, I he's one of my top ten. I love Morgan Freeman, but my my I would say I would find it hard to find another one. My favorite all time movie very well could be Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Um, very well could be. Oh man, um, um, dang that it! That, me, that, he was great at lean on me back in the day, and that played in uh in Shawshank. What what am I? Uh, dang it, Dufresne. Uh, what was his? Oh, Robin? Robin? Yeah, Tim, Tim, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah. yeah, Tim Robbins. Uh, Bull Durham. I mean, you're Bull talking about a few. He was uh, in Tim Gun. Robbins. People don't realize that Tim yeah, Robbins was, yeah. uh, he was he was, was Merlin, co-pilot in the last scene. At the end, yeah, he was Merlin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We talked about Anthony. I, well, I'm, I'm mistaken Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins earlier, but Anthony Hopkins has nope. got to be up there. Anthony Hopkins, to me, will always be Hannibal Lecter, no matter what he does. And I was just, that might want to be the greatest roles. Like, like I would have, I would love, like, if, if my legacy in the world, if, I, if I'm a, in, in that realm, if, if I'm a screenwriter or writing movies and all of that, and my legacy is I'm the one who wrote the character Hannibal Lecter. Like that might be a, that, that that's like legendary. I mean, how do you write that character? I mean, because it hadn't been done before. Like no one had talked about that kind of a character before. Um, man, it was just great movie. Great, um, great movie. Another character. one. Another one we haven't talked about. Been in a lot of different stuff. Played a lot of different roles. Is Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, um, I like younger Jeff Bridges than yes. older Jeff Bridges. I think That's so. Just me. Yeah. But yeah, Jeff Bridges. Is great. I think the older he has gotten, the better he does in villain roles, at bad guy roles, though. Too. I could see that. Yeah. Um, what about Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell's been in some huge movies over oh, here. Oh, I can't uh, even. Yeah, man. You know? I'm going to tell you what. what you you yeah. wouldn't think of, but he's a yeah, great he's, he's a great one. Go ahead. Yeah. One movie that you wouldn't think of Kurt Russell doing some damn fine acting in is Soldier. If you've ever seen it. Mm, uh, have any yeah. of you guys seen it? I don't know yeah, if I've, I've seen, seen it. it. I, I know what you're talking about. 
He did a the good man job barely has any dialogue in the yeah. movie, but his physical acting tells the story of that guy's emotional trauma that he suffered all through his life. If you've never seen Soldier, do yourself a favor yeah. and watch it. It is outstanding. I probably need to. I don't. I don't. I don't remember ever. That doesn't ring a bell at all. So I need to go. So uh, it was a good one. So along the lines that we were talking about, Bruce Willis talking about, you know, how you sit through a movie and you don't realize uh, an actor that I don't think we brought up yet, Tom Hanks. I'm going to bring up, and I'm going to bring up on everyone's top five. And I'm going to bring, and I'm going to bring up Castaway. Because that's one of those movies you set through that entire movie, and until he gets rescued, you do not realize that. Yeah, that there's has, like zero dialogue the whole movie. Yeah, he has nobody like, to feed off of. Like nobody, yeah. but but I mean, you you've set through two hours of like no, literally of no dialogue. Volleyball. Yeah. That's it. Every <laughs> now and then, right? Every now right. and then, yeah. and that's yeah. it. And you're like, whoa, what just happened? You know? No. And the great thing about Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks can play whatever kind of character you want. Yeah. Uh, because, well, he's on action. Did you ever watch Saving Private Ryan? He's pretty good in action at yeah. that point, too. You know, yeah. um, He's yeah. not going to be the Bruce Willis action guy. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't mention Tom Hanks because I just assumed yeah. that Tom Hanks is in the top five greatest actors of all time. And I don't care who you are. I think that if you're just being realistic, he's going to make everyone's list yeah. of all time. He He's just that good. He really well, is. He's that I good. I to bring him up. How about, how about Alan you? Rickman? Oh, Alan, Alan Rickman's up there. Rickman. Um, Alan Rickman is, I, I think that people our age remember Alan Rickman for different things. My yeah. daughter loves Alan Rickman for playing in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, the millennials know him for Harry Potter. And, and and all of that, but we all remember my my first recollection of him was Bad Hans guys. Gruber, and Bad I guys. don't know if he was before. Yeah, but he was Hans Gruber until uh, Harry yep. Potter. He will always be Hans Gruber. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Love Alan, phenomenal actor, and I think he's one of the most beloved actors. Uh, I remember when he died, like all of Hollywood, like they were there were a lot of sad people in Hollywood. So he yeah. must have been loved, you know. Yeah, they, it's like Hollywood just came to a standstill when he died. Yeah. yeah. Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason oh. is, is a top 10 comedic actor for sure, um, yeah. hands down. I, lo- um, I loved him in The Toy. Yep. He was great in everything that he did. Okay, yeah. so The Honeymooners. There is no way in hell The Honeymooners oh, no, is being no. made today. <laughs> no. Archie Bunker will never be made never. today. You no. know? Yeah, it's a, it's a man. Yeah, what a, some great stuff back in the day. We were lucky when we grew up in our time was um, the political correctness didn't exist. Um, no. Oh, yeah. Out there, defense dad said Tom Hanks was a perfect choice for the Da Vinci Code movies. No doubt. Yeah, phenomenal. Oh, my God. No, casting yeah. The casting in those movies, period, even beyond Tom yeah. Hanks. Phenomenal. You, know, you have Ewan McGregor that is the lovable bad guy, you know? Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert! If you haven't seen the, the was it the second one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, I honestly, there are movies of Tom Hanks that I didn't necessarily like, but I don't think he's ever put a bad performance. 
No. I don't remember him having a bad performance. There are movies that I didn't care for the movie, but I thought he put always did a good performance. I'm not saying that he didn't. I just can't think of anything off the top of my head where it's like, man, Tom Hanks was terrible on that. You know, people don't realize that he started out a comedic actor. He was in the Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. Yeah. Dude, we talked about, you know, we talked about SNL, right? Tom Hanks is awesome on SNL. That's good ones to watch. The greatest single, this greatest single skit of all time. All time. Time is Doug's Jeopardy. Black, yeah, Black Jeopardy. <laughs> Black Jeopardy is literally the single greatest skit yeah. ever on SNL. You, if you have YouTube it, it, YouTube it, YouTube it. You can thank me later. You're Black welcome. Jeopardy Absolutely. with Doug. Yeah, I remember when YouTube right, showed me that. Right, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, she's a sturdy nice gal. You. She's a sturdy nice gal. You. Yeah, the Doug like nice knowing you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Skinny women can do this for you. Not a damn thing. You know, you know Cecil. You know Cecil. Yeah, <laughs> got Cecil. Everybody's got a Cecil. One of the greatest ones. Oh now, Will Willard says Archie Bunker would be perfect for today. It would be perfect for today, but there ain't no way in hell it's being made. No way in hell Archie Bunker is being made. They sort of get by with stuff like that nowadays, though, if you think about it, with animated, right? Because, like, they get by with a lot with Family Guy and South Park. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, they do. Yeah, I would agree with that to a certain extent. But, but live no, action stuff? No, no they would way. be. No. Yeah, no. Now, Snob says Walker, Texas Ranger. Okay, yeah. shoot me. Shoot me. I'm not. I, I never have gotten into Walker, Texas Don't like Ranger. it. I'm not. I'm not a huge Chuck Norris fan. I'm just not. I really liked uh, what's his name, Clarence or whatever. Uh, what was the black dude? I don't know. Um, I I I can count on one hand how many episodes of Walker Texas Rangers I've ever watched. That, that's that actor's name. Hold on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. black dude in there. I can't remember. Um. Now I'll say Norris has the greatest memes of all time, but I'm just not a big fan of, of Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, Clarence Gilliard. Yeah, it was the actor's name. Yeah, I don't know who that is. It was like his partner in Walker, Texas Ranger. He did pretty good. Oh, so now I was saying go walk Texas Walker Texas Ranger and see how bad Norris is. Yeah. Norris Chick Norris is a terrible actor. Um, but he was never supposed Man. to be an actor. He was he was supposed yeah. to, I mean, he was Bruce Lee sparring partner. So, That's just the way it was, you know. So the second, I guess it was Expendables, right? So okay. we go into the first one, amazing. I mean, if you're an action movie, you know, you grew up with all those guys. Those no are doubt. just those are just fun movies, right? Storyline acting, it's like who freaking cares? It, look, they're gonna shoot and blow stuff up, and that's why you're there, right? right? And so all the hype around, okay, Chuck Norris was gonna be in the I guess it was the second one, right? And don't get me wrong, it was cool. But if you really want to see how horrible of an actor he is, that's the only scene ever you have to watch because bless his heart. It was horrible. It was cool when he walks yeah. out of the smoke and, you know, and all that, you're like, Oh, this is cool. And then he starts talking and you're like, Oh my God, you're killing me. Okay. So a and a was, I'm how old we are. I'm 46. Um, so I mean, I just turned 49. There you I go. just turned 49. Clover's a baby then. I'm 38. Ooh, hunky. 
That's too personal. Miami, Miami Vice. Miami Vice was good. Um, Miami Vice to me. The TV show? Yeah. Okay. It was all right. Was I can't right. remember Miami Vice because it was like everyone loved Don Johnson and all that, but it was never one of those TV shows that I like. I got to, you know, turn the VCR on if we're not going to be home for Miami Vice. It was never yeah. one of those for me. Um, it was no Baywatch. <laughs> run, Yasmin, run. Now, hey, I got no problem with running. No right. doubt. No doubt. There's uh, your friend's reference, Costner? though. And see, Snob wasn't here, but we we already brought up Costner. Uh, Costner, yeah. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, as weird as he ended up being, Mel Gibson, man, he had a 20-year run where he was unbelievable. He was so- so you hear Mel Gibson, my mind goes to Riggs every single time. Every time, absolutely. Lethal weapon. <laughs> Wait, Mad Max. Lethal weapon. Does it? It yeah. for me. For me, it, yeah. For me, it goes to Riggs. For me, it, it's wow. Riggs and Braveheart. Um, crazy eyes. For me, it's Mad Max. Was, like the, the original of, Mad Max movie, not not the Road Warrior, not Beyond Thunderdome. Right. I hear you. Mad Max. Right. Yeah, I hear you. For me. Mel Gibson will always have a special place in my heart because I was overseas and I, I think I've told the story before. If not, I've told Clover the story before the greatest single greatest movie theater experience I've ever had is if you can remember a bunch of guys that have been on deployment and they finally get home and overseas in Japan, we've been on a ship, we've been places, we've done certain things we finally get home and they open up the theater for us. And there's a new movie called Braveheart. Imagine a room of 300 Marines that have been doing whatever we've been doing for the last six months to come home and they open up the theater for us and showed us Braveheart. It was single handed the greatest movie experience. Uh, this way, that theater was probably closed for a month for repairs. I mean, you used to imagine uh, it, we destroyed that theater. I remember um, Braveheart when it came out being, I, I don't want to say overly graphic for the time, but astonishingly maybe graphic for the time. Right? Like, like, like the violence, like when, they were, the cutting, and, when they were cutting limbs off and stuff, like the cinematography for doing it, right? I mean, you've got sure. the fake blood and all the weird, and you got sure. old movies where they'll get cut with a sword and they're not even bleeding and they fall yeah. over. But Braveheart was like, they were lopping off limbs and heads, and yeah. it was just crazy. Um, you know, the, the, you mean the violence. Worse, worse than Robocop? Yes, that was worth in Robocop. Yeah, they were using axes and they were using swords in scale. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so one of my favorite series of all time is Lethal Weapon. What's your favorite Lethal Weapon movie? The first one. Yeah. Okay. Definitely the first. I, I love them all. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Go I, mean, I remember, for me, I don't know if this is true oh. or not, for everyone or not, but for me, the first time I ever remember seeing Joe Pesci was in a Lethal Weapon movie. I don't yeah, know if he Joe was Pesci in it before that, that but I was. Re- I remember Leo Getz, man. Leo yeah. Getz. Um, who was in The Patriot? That was Mel Gibson. He was great in that one as well. Mel yeah. Gibson had a, a 20, 30-year span where he was 
really and he would still be doing good movies he just he can't keep his mouth shut or keep, quit drinking a little bit right but uh but no man mel gibson put some great movies out there for sure uh someone's saying that uh don johnson was better in nash bridges i tend to agree i like nash bridges better than miami vice but i also like the way that nash bridges he, with don johnson and cheech marin kind of worked off each other I, i'm a big cheech marin fan so yeah I, I agree that those those were great um how many of you are nerdy enough to admit you've seen all the highlander movies never seen one of them actually never seen a highlander movie i have i may i may i want to admit i actually it. just had I, my I've son watch that, the man. first one day before yesterday because they're remaking Highlander with Henry Cavill playing uh, McLeod. Oh, really? I'm a big Cavill yep. fan. So, so, so I'm not a fan. My wife has watched them, but there's a it's called The Witcher on Netflix, and yes, he, he's real Highlanderish. He's real Highlander looking in that. And, and I love I, I I never could get into it, but as far as the the looks of his character, it's super freaking cool. So See, I, that may be neat. When you say Highlander-ish, I don't even know what that means. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, so I to go watch Highlander like, again. Like, I don't know, like medieval-looking type garb. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess I need to go watch. So, do you know what the premise behind Highlander is? Another. No, um, I've never. No, I mean, I've heard of the movie, uh, but I don't know anything about it. I have nothing. I have no idea what it's about. All right. The premise is that there are immortal people walking around the earth and they fight each other. And when they kill each other, because the only way they can be killed is to get their head. Another, up. And, and when they kill each other, okay. when they kill each other, the one that did the killing absorbs the one that got killed power. And they have to do this until there's only one. Hence the tagline. There can be only one. Well, it takes place in 1986, I think, is when it was released. So bear that in mind with the the, the special effects and whatnot. Sure, but sure. it, it kind of flashes back and forth between now and certain events throughout his life in history. It's really cool. It, it's, it's, it's not one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces ever, but it is a, it has a certain charm to it. Sure. I like it. I've always liked it. Queen did the entire soundtrack, so that's a plus. Well, that's a plus, sure. Uh, yeah. I just give it a watch. It's got Sean Connery in it. I think my wife has watched it. And uh, Clancy Brown. Huh. Interesting. So hmm. anybody remember the American Ninja movies? Oh god, I've repressed those. American Ninja. Oh my God. The name God, sounds familiar. Cool. I can't bring that's it up eight. as to what it is. Yeah, there was like 10 of them, I swear, or something. I don't even know. But yeah, I remember. And they got and they got very bad very quick. They never was great to start with, but they got bad very quick. But they oh, named so those many of them. The really bad early. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never watched any of them, but I remember, yeah. I remember the actor that was in a couple of them. Um yeah, no, I never watched those. Um, Beretta is life. I mean, sure. I, I I made a I made a comment there. I go, what about Kate Beckinsale and Underworld? Well, that's and what Beretta, 
I just put in a side chat a while I ago. All that, and I was being sexist. Wasn't going to acknowledge it. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like we're being super sexist because there's all kinds of awesome chicks in action flicks nowadays. Kate Beckinsale, and we ain't and none of them. Awesome. Mila, uh, what's her name? And Mila Djokovic, no, yeah. oh, Resident oh. Evil girl, what I call her. Yeah, I would say even. I would even say in the very at least the first one, I would say Angelina Jolie in the first um, Lord Tomb Raider movie. She was great in uh-huh. that. Uh, uh, have you all watched. seen Atomic Blonde? Have you all ever seen Atomic Blonde? What a great yeah. movie! Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is one oh that's yeah, like, and, and a lot of movies, and she's yeah. like undercard, right? It's like she's never the main star, but she's bad to okay. the bone and everything she plays. Yep. Uh, the first time I remember seeing Michelle Rodriguez was in the movie SWAT, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, they she she had like a guy's name, so they went to go interview her, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I had the wrong person. What are you looking for? You know, and you know, whatever." And it was like, "That's me," and he was like, "She ends up being a badass." But yeah, obviously, Fast and Furious. But yeah, she's been great. Um, yeah, Uma Thurman played in some great action roles. You know, uh, the Kill Bill stuff. Uh, who was it? Charlize Theron that was in uh, Knives Out. You know, you guys see Knives Out. What a great movie yeah. that was. Atomic yep. Blonde was great. That was a crazy good action. As far as straight up legit action movie, Atomic Blonde was pretty damn good. Halle Berry in the, in the latest John Wick movie. Halle Berry was great, but for me, the best part of that movie were her were her uh, shepherds. I don't know if they're Shepherds or Malinois, but the dogs. The dogs were the greatest part of that action scene in that movie uh, Was the, were the dogs, for sure. But yeah, Halle Berry was great in that, no doubt. She trained her ass off for that, too, I heard. Yep. Um, it looked like she kept it to me. Mm. What's her name that played uh, uh, played Sarah Connor in T2? Oh, the, oh uh, Linda, Linda, Linda Carter. Linda ha- Carter. No, no, Linda, no, Linda, 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 Linda Carter. Linda, Linda, Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Yeah, Linda Carter. Yeah, Linda Carter. That's a Linda Carter. Yeah, sorry. Um, Sigourney Weaver. Oh my God. Linda Hamilton played it in T2. Yeah. Linda Hamilton. I'll say, I'll take 1978 Linda Carter. I'm not going to turn that down. Or, or, or Sigourney Weaver, man. The first alien movie. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Yeah, they're saying Kate Beckinsale and tight leather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot. Of, yeah, and you're right. We're being sexist. You're right. You're right. There's um, just not as many when you're talking action, right? Yeah. So let me ask you guys this. This is going to be a, just uh, pick one of the two, okay? Um, Jet Lee, Jackie Chan. Oh, gently. Yeah, Even though he's a dedicated communist, Jackie Chan. Um, I was I thought I'd probably be the only one to pick Jet Li. <laughs> if you're if you're talking action movie, now if you're talking like Kung Fu or uh, karate no, no, no. style, I'm, you know, talking, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even talking in real talking, life. If you're talking straight up action. Just straight up badass. Yeah. Yeah. Have you all seen the late the, the remake of Mulan, by the way? No. No. Live action? No. Go watch Mulan. Go watch it. Uh, Jackie Chan. Oh, not Jackie Chan. Um, Jet Li is in that. Plays the Emperor. Oh, nice. Um, 
Good movie. Good movie. You said you refused to see Mulan? Yeah. Oh, okay. They took all the musical numbers out of it. That that was the part of, as stupid as it sounds, the songs and whatnot in the animated version made it. It was great. They took all that stuff out of there. They you know they they went in favor of wokeism and and took out the whole "I'll make a man out of you" song and and all oh, this oh. shit. You know okay. what? No, thank you. So this is you, an action movie. This isn't a Disney. This is an action movie. Is is you know? is she? Is there any? Is there any indication in the movie? I don't want to give nothing away. Nobody give anything away because I haven't seen it. Is there any no. indication that she's a lesbian? No. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Matter of fact, it's the opposite. So there's a there's a um, uh, it's called Once Upon a Time. It's a it's a television show that's based in like fairy tale land type oh, stuff. Yeah, that bring all the different characters yeah. in. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. and don't get me wrong. I mean, I you know I, I don't know. I'm not embarrassed to admit it. I, I really liked that series. Um, but yeah, Mulan was gay that. in that. Mulan that. Mulan had a thing for Sleeping Beauty in that. I don't uh, remember TV that. Show, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, this I can go with. I could go with this. Pete out there says Jet Li for his skills, Jackie Chan for entertainment. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Because I think that Jackie Chan is funny. He is more entertaining. I don't think Jet Li wants to talk. He just wants to be ass. Here's a question I have about Jet Li Does he do all his own stunts? Every single one. Because Jackie Chan does. He used to. Jackie Chan used to. Well, I don't know if he still does. Correct. He used to. Yeah. I know no, there was I one. Movie, I think it was Rumble in the Bronx. He broke his damn leg and kept going. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He's so, he's, yeah, he's, he's he has, every ball. That man, Jackie Chan's a little badass. He had to keep on going or else he'd face a firing squad when he got back home. Fair enough. Well, that's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Obviously, I think the consensus is Bruce Lee, the greatest martial art actor ever. Is that is that fair? Man, the demographics of what? movies, which movies have changed I so much. Because I'm getting ready yeah. to bring up, I'm getting ready to bring up. Um, so it's like I don't know. I don't know if I can go that far if anymore. You're, if you're talking kung fu theater, yes. You know, if you're gonna, if we're gonna go OG, I mean, you could still respect and give props and whatever. It, but sure. you know things change and times change and it's like ah it's hard to you know hard to say the greatest no, all time when things have when things have changed like they have yeah i'm going to bring up um movies or not i guess i don't know we don't have to bring up movies necessarily but like, you know, I mean, Enter the Dragon and all that changed. I think it changed. It opened up the genre probably um, to the mainstream, and so I, I, I have a problem saying that Bruce Lee is the greatest martial art actor, but without Bruce Lee bringing martial art movies to the mainstream. None of those others happen, probably. I think mean, you know, that's just, I, I don't know what you guys think about that. But so I would say, just because of the what he did and, and how he brought it, I would say that Bruce Lee's got to be like the number one martial artist just for simply he created a genre and made it um, something that people would do without having that. So I don't know. I mean, 
I, but I like but I like Bruce Lee, so I mean, that, that also probably you know helps. What the hell? CP. Oh, I had a pop up. I was going through the top. Uh, what the hell? Uh, martial art movies, and I guess they have a little pop up coming up. But uh, yeah. Um, oh God, what's his name? What's another? One? He was the. Who's another one? Uh, golly, back in the seventies, was great. Um. Oh God, what's his name? Uh, um, Carradine, David Carradine. I like some of the old David Carradine stuff, but you know, I think he kind of gets forgotten. And we're talking about martial arts stuff, uh, but I thought that Carradine was a good one. Um, David Carradine was funny in um, Two and a Half Men, in the one episode he was there. I don't. Remember, I don't think I've ever seen that episode. Oh man, it's hilarious because he he kind of. Um, you know, Alan's second wife, um, uh, well, what was her name? The bubble headed girl. Sure. Uh, yeah. He played, he played her father and he kind of had the same type of brain. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it was so hilarious. Specific episodes on, I'm going way off the, the rails here, but my, so friends, I love friends. In my opinion, the greatest friends episode ever is when Bruce Willis was on and he was dating Rachel. And the yeah. time that, that Ross had a break into their lake house or whatever, Bruce Willis was hilarious in that episode of Friends. I don't know why I thought of that all of a sudden. But, yeah, Bruce Willis in that one episode of Friends was unbelievably he, fun. When he's dancing and singing, Ooh, getting ready for yeah. the date. It was yeah. their cabin, not the lake house, because remember there was bears. Remember? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Just yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. Is it a cabin the same thing as a lake house? No, because it was like up in the mountains or whatever. Okay, well, cabin. If a cabin's by the lake, it could still be a lake house. Well, Just that's true. It could still be up in the mountains by a lake. I guess it could be. I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that that was that's one of my favorite like individual episode of Friends because he was great in that and and he the, the way he and Ross oh man it was just well he had of, he had several episodes two or three hmm. episodes that he, he did, that, that one well. particular one was the best one ever yeah uh, I love that movie that episode great one um good lord we've been we haven't even talked guns one bit but you know what yeah sure it, we have we've talked we have. Guns. We have a little bit, um, but yeah, um, flashback. We all have them. What brain fart flashback? Okay. Uh, have you seen IP man? He was Bruce Lee's teacher. IP man. I want to say it was, was that like on Amazon or Netflix or something? I watched the thing. Not too long ago, it's I thought it was about that. Man, it man, whatever. Yeah, was that like on Netflix or Amazon or something? Because I want to say I, I, I did watch that. It was like his instructor, right? Like he he taught, yeah, that style of kung fu, right? I want to say that I watched that. Yes, I did. I, I'm just now. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I did. Um, 
brain fart. No, Lake House brings us to a crappy Counter Reeves movie. The Lake House. Okay, so Lake House out in the cabin in the woods. Have any of you guys seen the um, the Strangers or movie? Uh. <laughs> if you have a house out in the woods, you and yeah, that's gonna make you think about selling that damn thing. Strangers is a great. I think they got Strangers two coming out. It came out last year or something, but that's a great movie. The Strangers, mm, good movie. Sorry. Uh, let's see here, Jeet Kundu. So he taught he taught Bruce when he was a, a young punk kid. Yeah. Now people tend to forget. So Bruce was from Hong Kong. People tend to forget that back then Hong Kong was not China. It was part of the British Empire. And um, so he was not Chinese technically. He was from Hong Kong, which made him a British citizen. People that are millennials just know China, uh, Hong Kong is part of China, but it wasn't until what, 20 years ago, maybe? Something like that? I don't yeah, I think it was uh, 1999 is when it reverted to being part of China. Yeah. Uh, Jay Monty out there he says, Sup, y'all? A good gun movie was Juice starring Tupac. The power of just holding a gun was shown in interesting ways. I don't remember Juice. And I was a huge Tupac fan, but I don't remember the movie Juice. Go Google that and see if I recognize Juice. Juice. I don't remember Juice. I guess I, I don't remember it. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. Any of y'all saw Juice or remember Juice with Tupac in it back in the day? I don't remember that one. Never saw it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what about the man of Tai Chi? Pretty decent movie, surprisingly. I haven't seen that one. I used to study Tai Chi back in the day, a long time ago. Tai Chi's great if you want to get relaxed and all of that. Tai Chi's wonderful. Um, it was yoga before yoga, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, it's a martial art, but it's not a martial art in the sense of kicking ass. It's it's more of a, a mindset of Tai Chi. It's really like pretty. Like, like kata. Yeah, if you if you see someone practicing Tai Chi, it's it's actually is so if have you guys ever seen um The Last Airbender? I don't know if you guys I like I, yes, I mean, I like the last airbender movie, but a lot of those movements with the different elements were based off of, of Tai Chi and different things. But yeah, Tai Chi's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. It man was played by Donnie Yen. Yeah, he was phenomenal in that. Um he was great in that. So, yeah. I don't know who the actor was, but he was, I guess his name is that Donnie. But, yeah, it was great. Um, it takes Tai Chi and makes it into a badass martial art. Oh, interesting. And what's that called again? The Man of Tai Chi? I'll have to go watch that. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, okay. All right. We've been going an hour and 45 minutes, I think. Anything else we want to touch on? Did, did, did I... Did I, was I politically incorrect, Clover? Do you want to bring me back and mention anyone else in a group of people that I have uh, upset throughout the class? <laughs> I think you've got all the demographics covered at this point. Right. I think you're all good. Right. All right. So all I'm right. just trying. I'm, I'm kind of act as a producer over here. I'm just trying to all make right. sure that all your bases are covered. That's all. 
so what I want to do before we get out of here, I want to go through the fucking A. Uh, go through the room. I'm going to start with you, Rogue. And I'm not going to say that what's your favorite gun movie, but I want what's your favorite movie that guns are a prevalent part of the storyline? Make sense? I would have to say um, probably the most influential of my childhood would have been RoboCop because that's where I got my love of the Barrett. It's the first time I ever saw a Barrett. And ever since that movie, I have always wanted a Barrett. When are you going to make that happen? Oh, I got a, I got an NFW from the wife a long time ago, but to, to, to tease me and I'll show you this. She gave this to me for Christmas one year. One single solid round. Sil- what? No, it's solid silver. Oh, it's a 50 my. solid silver. So she gave me that and she said that was the closest thing I'm going to get to a 50. But yeah, no, it's uh I think you'll be uh, 50 next year, right? What's that? You'll be 50 next year, right? I will be. I think you need to treat yourself to a 50 for your 50th. Just saying. I know. And one of the thing is, is uh, the problem I have with, with doing that is I have a problem with a rifle and I, and that I would load up and every time I squeeze the trigger, I would go $5. right now. You'd be $10. saying more than that now. Yeah. But yeah. no, I mean, that's, that's my dream. That's what, well, I have several dream rifles, but, that's sure. like my ultimate dream rifle. If uh, and and what's sad is when I had an FFL, it would have been a lot cheaper too. Mm, about that, yep. Clover, what's your favorite movie that guns were prevalent part of the story of the backstory or all that? Uh, favorite gun movie? He might have gone and get himself a sandwich. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Um. Oh, that's tough, man. I know. I only ask the tough questions. No, I, you know, I go with. I, honestly, I mean, this is. I don't know. This almost seems like it's. And cheap. It can be science fiction and all that. I mean, well, and, no, I mean it's not, and it almost seems like it's cheating. But again, I mean, I, the Expendables movie. They're just. I mean, if you're into action and guns and stuff, there's just, you don't got to think. There's not really a storyline. Let's be honest. It's just, again, shooting and blowing stuff up. But there's tons of firearms in that, right? Stallone's got a single action and, and you know, um, Statham's throwing knives. I mean, we didn't talk about <laughs> knives at all, but you know what I mean? I think Jason just, Statham is a very underrated by the And way. we didn't mention Jason Statham at all oh, in any of our stuff. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you've got Jet Li. I mean, think about all that. The You know, yeah. you've got all the actors there. You've got all the guns and all the different weapons and different th- I mean, uh, Terry Crews is in that. Um, all the different things that it's just, just, it's just fun. If you want to relax, if you like guns and weapons in general and military style stuff and, you know, action uh, actors and things like that, heck, Stone Cold Steve Austin is in it. Yeah. Um, so it's even got the wrestling element and it's just, yep. so yeah, I probably go expendables. And, and at the time, if you're talking about the first one, that was kind of a big deal when that come oh, out to have, well, that to have all deal. of the Dolph Lundgren yeah. to have all of those Especially guys for people our age. Yeah. That grew up with all those yeah. dudes yeah. in one yeah. film. So, you know, yeah. that's probably my pick. Yeah. Not a bad one at all. 
Mike, what about you? Now, are we talking ever or are we talking when I was a kid or what? If you could pick one gun movie to watch, what would it be? Anytime. Outlaw Josie Wales. So, which is surprising considering I own absolutely zero black powder firearms. Sure. I, I really need to fix that. I need to get me some black powder revolvers. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not owning the firearm, one of the greatest lines in a Western ever is Danny Glover in Silverado. And he says, have you ever seen what a man can do that knows how to use a Henry? He says, what is that, you? And he says, no. And his dad comes around the corner. He's got this old Henry Golden boy. He's like, my dad. And he's like, have you ever seen what a man can do with a Henry lever and Henry rifle that knows what he's doing with it? And that was a great, great line. Um, yeah, great. I would have to say for me, just because it's just fucking unbelievable, I got to go with John Wick. I mean, it's just it's hard to – you know, yeah, John Wick for me. Um, so I want to ask a couple more questions. Um, go through the room. We'll start with with budget here on this one. Um, Red Dawn, original or reboot? Original all the way. Although <laughs> I don't hate the reboot. I'm the same way. Yep, I'm the same way. A lot of people hate the new one. I like the new one. I think the new one's more entertaining, um, but I, I like the original better. Um, Clover, what about you? The original Red Dawn. The original Red Dawn was number two on my list of all-time gun movies that were an influence on me. Yeah, sure. It's number two, but it, it was really damn close, though. Yeah, Clover, what about you? Man, there's a lot of guns in Red Dawn. Um. So original, hate hate the uh, the remake. Why do you hate? Why? why do, what makes you hate the remake? I, the the selections of, of actors was you don't like Hemsworth? Ab absolutely ridiculous. Um, no, I mean we covered that. Josh I mean, I, I like I like Hemsworth, but the whole Josh and Drake kid or whatever. No, was I mean, there was no there was no. Yeah, there was no support around Hemsworth, and there was no real room for Hemsworth to do what he does best, really, which is be funny. So right. no. Um, and the the only the only part of the new one I enjoyed because my wife, like most women, is a big Hemsworth fan and loves Thor and all this other stuff, yep. is when he gets sure. shot in the head. That's that my my wife's reaction when that happened in the movie was my favorite part of the movie of that of the new one. So no, I go the old one. That's fair. That's fair. Road, what about you? Old one all the way, new one in a pinch. Sure, sure. Um, so I'm going to go with this one. <clears throat> Start with Clover on this one. When you're watching a movie that guns are prevalent, okay, they're they're just it's a gun movie, okay. Are you watching, what are you watching for for you? Are you watching to see what kinds of guns are there? Are you watching how their gun handling skills are? I mean, what are you? Are you paying attention to all this stuff? Or are you just enjoying a movie for what it is? Nope, I'm paying attention to it. Um, okay, are you paying more attention to like what guns are there or if, how they're if, handling? Or if even 
I want to say that if it's got a really good story and it's really good uh, character development, really good acting, that sort of thing, that I don't. But that would be a lie. I do. I mean, I key in. And you have to key in on what the firearms are, in a way, to key in on the, hand, on the handling. Because right? they handle certain things differently, absolutely. Because a, a revolver doesn't <laughs> sound like a pump shotgun when you cock it and just weird things like that. Or we've talked about it before where somebody pulls a revolver on somebody and with a camera angle, you can see down then the chambers are completely empty and you're yep. like, um, at least put some dummies in there make it, you know, cause so I'm one of those that yells at the TV with gun belay for sure. <laughs> uh, Ro, what about you? When you're watching gun moves, are you watching more what type of guns or handling or both? Uh, kind of both, but, uh, what really stands out to me is hearing a safety click off on a Glock. Um, okay, you know, think, things like that. You always hear someone take a safety off. I'm like, but it's a Glock. There's no safety. Yeah. Um, so things like that drive me nuts. No, sure. But, I but don't no, remember. I, yeah, I don't pay attention to that. I guess. But I get, I get to enjoy the movies too. Yeah. Mike, what are you about you? Do you do well, first of all? I'm going to ghost you here. Do you pay attention to the guns? And then, if you do, what aspect is it? The type of guns, the handling, blah blah blah. Yes, and yes, all of that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, it, my wife, I can't tell you how many times she's yelled at me because I'm screaming at the screen and 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 whatnot yeah. because they're they're doing something completely wrong. And I mean, I, I it's hard, hard. For me to watch a movie when the tactical team, well, if my snacktical ass is more tactical than the SWAT team in the movie, I'm screaming at it and I can't hardly watch it. I mean, for real, it, it, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I do pay attention to it. I'm more of their tactics, their handling and tactics, especially if it's a, if it's a movie based on military type stuff or, or, you know, spec ops or whatever, um, when it comes to team movements, I'm very critical um, on team movements. It's, if, if I'm watching a, a, a movie and, a, and the tactics and the movements aren't good, I'll probably turn that movie off. Uh, I remember watching a movie years ago and remembering this is the worst movie and acting I've ever seen in my life, but it is hands down the best team movement tactic wise I've ever seen on a screen. It ended up being active valor, which if you've seen active valor, they were actually active duty seals playing it. Well, that makes sense as to why two things, why it was the worst acting I've ever seen, but it was also the greatest team movements I've ever seen on screen because they were active duty seals, uh, which was kind of cool. But yeah, I, I, I do. I do watch handling. I'm probably more looking at handling and, and movements than I am to seeing what kind of guns they are. Um, watched uh, this morning. It was raining at work. Thank God. Cause I had a hell of a weekend. Um, so I, I was glad that it was raining, but I was watching um, the new, it was on Amazon prime. It's uh, Without Remorse, and if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. If you're a Tom Clancy fan, then you know the character John Clark. This is kind of the origins of John Clark, and is going to be the Rainbow series be coming out. 
Um, but this is the kind of origins of how John Clark became John Clark. And I'm watching it this morning, and they've got the HK416. They've got the CZ Scorpion. They've got like a TAR-21, the Tavor, all, all of them that are the really cool-looking guns, um, which I think the Tavor is one of the coolest-looking guns ever, um, my opinion. But you start seeing those, but then you start seeing, okay, if there's a cool gun, like, oh, I noticed a gun. But if it's just a normal, like, AR or MP5, every movie has them all, I don't pay attention to the guns. I'm more into the movements. But uh, every now and then, you're going to see some really cool guns. Um, So Active Valor. um, Active Valor, yeah. One of the most awesome action scenes ever in a movie. Talk about the gunboat the scene. The Swicks coming in. The yeah, gunboat the scene. Yeah. 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 Badass, dude. Those Swicks are cool as hell. Mm. Yeah, they come around. And it's, this, and it's, the, it's the sound of the minigun. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> and just lit up, lit up the, fret, the trucks and stuff. Just yeah. awesome. So let me ask you this. When you first saw Active Valor, did you know that those guys were SEALs? Yes. Oh, okay. Did you, yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So I didn't. I didn't think I the didn't acting know was, that. was. I didn't think the acting was that bad. I've seen much worse acting, honestly. Um, and I couldn't. I, and I was, couldn't. I don't have a frame of reference for the tactics, right? No, but I, it was spot on. I uh, didn't have a problem. Uh, it was. It was a really good I, movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, just the acting wasn't great. Um, but now I, I appreciate it even more now that I know this. It's like okay. Well, then I'll get over the acting side of it. It's a great story and great action. The first time I saw it, I remember telling my wife, and I was like, this is, these guys are terrible. Like, really fine. These guys here are terrible actors, but they are perfect in their movements, like perfect. And then I found out later on that they were act, not only SEALs, but active duty. Like, they were active duty at the time and, and all that. But yeah, great movie. Yeah. But the Swicks coming in, uh, coming around that, that that corner and it just lit up that bank yeah probably one of the coolest scenes in any movie ever gotta i have to definitely agree with you aa you've never seen uh active valor it's on one of the streaming services i'm not sure which one just google active valor you can watch it for free if you've got netflix or prime or whatever hulu or whatever but it's definitely well worth well worth the um well worth the time great movie um, but yeah, uh, if you know what a swick is, it's the it's the boats that the river boats with you know, but they're, they're SWCC the swick boats. Um, they're the with the minigun attached, is no, just the sound of the minigun, the minigun, the Maw Deuce, <clears throat> greatest sounds ever. I mean, definitely probably the two most recognizable sounds of firearms, but the minigun, the Maw Deuce. Can't go wrong putting those in any movie. Yeah, and then it, it couple that with the sound a chopper makes, right? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Just one yeah. of the baddest sounding that's just like, you hear that and it's like, it's I, coming, right? I don't know if you guys talked about it before I got here, but if not, how the hell did we miss Lone Survivor? It's okay. Well, it's great. it's one of my it. favorite all-time movies. Uh, one of my favorite all-time movies, but it... Um, as far as a gun movie, but no, as far as just so being much. a great movie, oh, hell yeah. Um, See, the issue I got with Lone Survivor as well as, and I don't remember if this was in a, uh, on a chat or in a comment or what, but uh, as well as um, 
<laughs> oh heck, American Sniper. Yep. Is I had read the books long before the movies came out, and the Ooh. books on both of those are so we. That's that's a cliche. Yeah. People say that all the time. The book is better, no. but that's I'm telling you, there's things that are not put in the movies that are in those for books. a reason though. For a reason. For a reason. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, yeah. That yeah. are that make it so much better. If you enjoyed the movie any at all, you yeah. know, get the audio book or something. Do yourself a huge favor. You know, yeah, what the books are way do? better. You know, you know what I wish they would do. So have, have you guys ever heard Marcus uh, give a, a speech about Operation Red Wing? Have you ever heard or seen on YouTube uh, Marcus no, give his speech? Oh, seriously, Mike, I'm dead serious. Just YouTube Marcus Luttrell Operation Red Wing. It's and you've got an hour. It's worth. It's worth. Unbelievable to hear it from him. Um, amazing. But I wish because Marcus and Clover knows this. Marcus has like a, a very distinctive voice because uh, he's been reconstructed. Er, I mean, everything in his body was done, but he's got this kind of weird kind of voice. I would love to hear him record the audio book of Lone Survivor. Like, can you imagine that book, which is a great book, but the audio book with actually Marcus doing the talking, I think it would be amazing. I, I would, I would, I would. Yeah, I think Marcus doing the audiobook because they're not going to do the audiobook with Marcus, but if they did, oh my God, that would be amazing. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, um, Lone Survivor is a great one. Uh, great movie. I'll tell you a, a, a good movie with guns in it. Um, and I, and I've, I think people know this. I, I don't like Ben Affleck, but The Accountant. The Accountant was a really good movie. That's that's probably one of, that's why it is my favorite. It's one of the only the few f- movies of Ben Affleck that I really like. But if you haven't seen The Accountant, go see The Accountant. That's a really good movie. Um, Pete says Marcus is a podcast. I'm I'm well aware of that. Um, Team Never Quit is my favorite podcast in the world. I wear their T-shirt all the time. Um, I've been listening since day one. I, I've been listening um, since before it was Marcus and Morgan. Um, Back when the wizard was on, the wizard hasn't been there in a couple of years, but uh, but yeah, man, uh, team never quit. Go podcast, team never quit. Battle line podcast, two of my favorite podcasts. Um, you've got Jocko's podcast is pretty good. You got Mike Ritland's podcasts that are, that are really really good. Um, yeah, awesome. Yeah, if you're interested in the military side of stuff, those are my favorite um, my favorite podcasts for sure. All right. We've gone down this rabbit hole enough. Rogue, let us know what you're doing. Let tell people where they can find you and any last minute comments, movies, actors that you want to bring up. Where you can find me is just about on any social media. Just look for the Rogue Banshee, or you can Google the Rogue Banshee. You'll find my YouTube channel. Um, you'll find my website and stuff like that. Uh, stuff I got going on. It's uh, well. We finally got some decent weather here in Montana. It's been, we've been going between rain, snow, and this week we're going to hit 90. So uh, I'm thinking it's time to get out to the range and send some live ammo down range and do some filming. So uh, I got that coming up soon um, and look for that video, those videos coming out. And uh, favorite, you know, any other actors, man, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, yeah, JJ just put out the Hurt Locker. I love that movie. Um, if you're, and, if you know what EOD life is like, EOD yeah. guys are crazy. 
Great movie. Yeah. Totally. Jeremy, um, yeah. Jeremy, is it Renner? Jeremy Ritter? Renner, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I like Jeremy Renner. Um, I, I, I like I him too. a lot of his movies. So, Go yeah, ahead. we right. talked about a lot of actors. Um, there, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, yeah. There's a lot of crappy ones, too. But, uh, you know, I, I think we kind of talked about everything. And, uh, and uh, you know, I kind of like just about all of them out there that we've talked about tonight. So, but uh, thanks for having me on tonight. It was, uh, it, was a, it was definitely a fun night to decompress from a crappy day from work. Yeah, uh, I've had a, had a hell of a weekend. Doc's out there. It says Tombstone. Oh, damn. Hell, Boondock Saints. How is that not being brought up at all? What a great movie. I thought about yeah. Boondock Saints. At the very first, when you mentioned Val Kilmer and the Saint, Yeah, uh, I was going to say something about Boondock Saints, and what we a, got what off on other stuff. Not so much. That first one, fantastic. Yep. yep. I think they made the second one because the first one became so big, they didn't realize it was going to be that big. Ah, but the, but did it? Because the way I remember, the first one kind of caught fire later on, almost like a cult classic. Yeah, I love this as the first time I ever saw it, and well, I, saw it too, before, I saw the second one. But yeah, um, yeah Boondock Man, I for, yeah, how that that great movie, great movie. Uh, Mike, tell people where they can find you. Any projects coming up, and any other closing comments on the discussion we have had? I'm Mike with Budget Guns and Gear Reviews. You can find me here on YouTube at Budget Guns and Gear Reviews. You can find me on the web at BudgetGunsAndGear.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter uh, at uh, Budget Guns and Gear. I have a Woodsman Wednesday video dropping tomorrow. It is a review on two folding knives, the Bastion Gear Braza and Bastion Gear Persuader. Um, there will not be a right of the people, which I normally do on Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern. It's uh, where we use the first to defend the second. I talk about Second Amendment related politics, news and current events. But uh, I will be at Blade Show in Atlanta this weekend. I'm leaving Thursday to go to that. So, uh, yeah, I'll have content from there coming soon. If you're into knives and such, keep on the lookout for that. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, pretty much same old, same old got a review. Actually, I've got a pants and shirt review from first tactical. They're uh, men's V2 pants and shirt. That'll be coming soonish. As soon as I get around to, uh, freaking, uh, uh, editing the video and <laughs> writing the article, but yeah, it goes down to Tennessee with you, I guess. Yeah, that's what I wore that's in I Tennessee. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, but yeah, um, thanks for having me, man. Great, uh, yeah. great show. Always had fun. Like I said, I didn't want to have to think a whole lot tonight. I, I'm tired and I just thought, oh, let's talk about some fun shit. I didn't want to have a serious conversation at all, so this helped out a lot. Uh, Renata's 13 hours about Benghazi. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, I am going to name drop a little bit. I like the movie, but I like the movie a lot because Tonto is actually a personal friend of mine. Um, I met him about three years ago, three or four years ago. And now we, we text back and forth about once a week. So uh, he's a really, really awesome dude, really humble man. Uh, but he's got some stories that are crazy. Um, he'll tell you straight up that that was the longest firefight that he's ever been in, but not even close to the craziest one, which is weird. If you've ever seen that movie, you say, how is that not the craziest firefight? Um, 
yeah, he's been in some crazy shit. But uh, yeah, 13 Hours, great movie. Um, for sure, great movie. Go watch it. I watched that last week, not too long ago. Uh, yeah, 13 Hours is great. And um, yeah, anyways, that was good. So, Clover, let's go to you. Any projects coming up? What do you have going on? Any closing comments on the smorgasbord that we've gone through tonight? Oh, really? Can't believe we went over two hours talking about just this. <laughs> I thought if we get an hour of this, we'd be happy, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm, I don't know if anybody has heard, but I'm retiring from the gun tuber world. Uh, in the next in the next few weeks, I'm gonna start doing tool reviews. So specifically for Harbor Freight. So um, yeah, you've got a lot of stuff. We're gonna be seeing a lot of shit coming along. <laughs> Look for that coming. Uh, no, that's totally a joke because you're absolutely right. Uh, at this point, we're waiting around on Governor Abbott, man, to sign constitutional carry. And and yeah. I joke about retiring, but I'm definitely gonna retire from two A for a little while once he does that because. Man, I've been covering that and the reviews and the other stuff's been just back it up and stack it up between that and the rain, right? Yeah. Um, it's been back it up and stack it up. So look for a, you talk about a smorgasbord, look for a smorgasbord of different gear reviews and guns and, and things. It's, it's going to be a flurry, I think here in June. Um, oh, okay. Uh, budget and wheel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, looking forward to. I would have. I would have already thought that Abbott would have signed it by now. Is is he? Is he planning a big signing ceremony? Or well, I'm sure. I'm sure he, he is. Like, so yeah. yeah okay. Well, so okay. So first of all, the session did not even end until Monday, yesterday. Right. <laughs> so think if you think about it for a minute, and and this is all speculation. First of all, all speculation. Sure. Uh, I've got no confirmed reports of anything. This is just my thoughts. So I want to, I just want to make sure that people know it's opinion and I'm not, you know, spreading gospel and telling you that this is the fact of the matter. Um, but the, well, it is a fact that the legislative session ended Monday. So he, I'm sure he wants to, this is the most significant two a legislation that's been passed in Texas ever. So I'm yeah. sure he wants to make a spectacle out of it. Right. Which includes, which includes the representatives and senators that worked and got the bill through those Schaefer right? for sure needs to Schaefer, be Schwartner, all of those. Right. So yeah. if they're in session, which they was until yesterday, right. They don't have time to yeah. show up at a gun range with him and PR and all this stuff. Right. They're still doing their legislative business. So yeah. waiting till after the session was over makes sense. Um, the second thing is we just come through a holiday weekend <laughs> too. So no, you know, I, don't know. I was thinking, um, I thought he might sign it last week. So, you know, I was just like, yeah, man, well, I thought as soon as he got it, it he was sign, not. You know? So, so it was not eligible. A lot of people don't realize this, but there's administrative process that goes mm-hmm. on. Right. So the house and the Senate, okay. They, they both voted to accept the conference committee report. That's cool and smooth. But until that is enrolled in the registry and signed off on by both chambers, the governor can't sign it. And that wasn't done until Friday. Well, then we had a holiday weekend. Then we got the legislative session at the end. Then we've got, you know, and so by the, by the letter of the way things work, 
Um, he's got 10 days from the time they sign off. So basically, or, or becomes law, right? Yeah. He's got 10 days. Yeah. He's got 10 days from Friday, this last Friday. Right. But there's also flexibility that, that, that can even be extended. So, um, the thing is he's, he's, it's not like he's going to veto it. It's not like he's going to, he is going to, he's going to make a spectacle out of it and publicly and all that stuff and sign it. So for those that are ain't got ants in your pants, I, I understand. Believe me, I get it. It's going to happen uh, this week, guys. Just, just chill. It's, it's going to happen. Just, just yeah. chill. It'll, it'll get there. And, and, and it don't go into effect till September 1st anyway. So, and if Clover can either get there or find a, a live feed, he will have it. I'm surprised you're not going down there um, to Austin. If, if you find out when it's going to be, um, I, if can, I, found, if I could find out in enough time, I yeah, might do cool. that because yeah. I, I certainly could do that with the press credentials I've got, especially uh, if yeah. they actually do a press conference type thing with it. Um, but if there's a live feed, yeah. thing, we, we might as well piggyback that and go, right? It'd be kind of cool to go down there and see that, though. I mean, it'd kind of be, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, it would be it would be neat, yeah. But but I plan on trying to get some of these, uh, especially Sh- uh, Schaefer on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to have Rachel Malone come on you're going to try to get Schaefer and maybe a few of the other ones that was instrumental in it uh on the podcast to talk about it eventually uh, they've got to you know when you're talking about the again the representatives and the senators they've got jobs to do that's you know why we elect them and stuff and so uh once that's kind of the dust is settled from all of that hopefully can get folks on and kind of talk some of the behind the scenes we got to witness a lot of the behind the scenes right um a lot of everything that went on, but we still didn't know everything that went on. So it'd be interesting to take what we've seen and put that with what, you know, what they talk about on a, uh, on a podcast. It could be interesting. Yeah. Jay at Monty out there. said, I just saw the clip showing the gunboat scene from uh, act of valor. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. It is good stuff. Uh, yeah. That was fun. Uh, two hours and 17 and a half minutes. God, how the hell we can do this for, but this was fun. Like I said, I needed a fun, not stressful show, not political, not something we were going to get into this deep thought discussions. This was perfect for me. Um, tomorrow is every second matter. So you know, whatever people are going to do, at least make a, a post out there, do whatever you want to do to celebrate every second matters. But um, utilize the hashtag every second matters. Let me put this out there on all of your social media. We want to flood the internet with this hashtag every second matters. Um, but yeah, uh, every, it is tomorrow. So, um, enjoy that. Enjoy your freedoms and all that. There are, there's been some crazy stuff happening the last couple of weeks. So understand that, um, it's not going away. They're, they're still coming for us. Um, I'm not saying the sky is falling, but they're definitely, they're definitely out there. So every second matters tomorrow. Check out uh, Friday, Mike. Is this the week you're not going to have your show, right? Because you're going to be gone. That is correct. Okay. Do you know when it's going to be? Are you going to just skip the whole week completely? Or are you doing another makeup show? I'm probably going to skip the not whole like thing. Makeup, completely. Not makeup, but yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to skip the whole thing completely because I'm going to be busy from Thursday until Sunday slash Monday. Perfect. So, yeah. 
So on normally on Friday nights, uh, seven Eastern, seven Eastern, I believe, the right of the people, great, great podcast, great show uh, over on Budget Guns and Gear. Um, Clover is going to have, I'm assuming Thursday, the uh, the studio podcast, and um, he probably doesn't want to release the topic yet. But probably uh, dealing with uh, comments. We've, we've talked about that before, about trolls and some different things, but probably talk more from the, um, that could be disheartening for some creators. Uh, they don't know quite how to handle it and just different things like that. We'll probably talk about comments. Yep, there you go. So go check that out. If you're a creator or you're thinking about being a creator, that is a wonderful wealth of, of information in that podcast, the studio, go watch all of them. But, uh, yeah, very, very, very good podcast if you're either a creator starting out or if you're thinking about it. Hell, if you've been doing it for years and want to know what the hell you're doing wrong, uh, great insight. So that's a good one. Uh, watch Juice. Can I have to go watch Deuce? I think I'm going to have to go watch Juice. That and Highlander. I'm going to have to go watch Highlander, I think. Maybe. Uh, maybe doing wrong. Maybe doing wrong. At least it's going to be the opinion of the panel as to what you might be able to do differently. Because sometimes you, you can do something. Yeah, sometimes you could do something off script way out there and it'd be the next greatest thing. So, yeah. <laughs> Hickok shot a pumpkin, just saying. Yep. Uh, you never know. You never know. Guys, thanks so much for everyone out there watching uh, live. Appreciate you guys, everyone watching and replay or listening and podcasts. Hope you had fun with this. And hope this maybe gave you, if you needed a break from reality and a break from the grind that is maybe something we talked about made you laugh and and uh, let you relax for a little bit. So, yeah, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Semper Fi.